Okay, Chris, just relax. Tonight is going to be the greatest night of your life. Don't f with the babysitter. <laughs> This is Film Sack. Sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 361, Mining the Very Depths of Film Entertainment for All Mankind. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He fights the forces of darkness. Forces of darkness beware, Dunaway. And scene. <laughs> Oh, no. Good job. Oh, oh he's is. back. There he is. Hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> This week in Adventures in Film Sacking, we leave the comforts of Netflix and chill and head down to the mean streets of YouTube comment, where Randy has gotten into a spot of trouble after an internet troll who has stolen his fancy rose color snap fancy and starts posting sensitive rhymes in the form of the blues. Ba-da-da-da-da. No one leaves YouTube without lip-syncing the blues. No one. Anywho, time to hop in Ibbett's rusted-out 1997 Mazda Miata and see if we can save Randy before he has a fight, a hobo for a wiener in the Apple Store. Man, I sure hope we don't run into any trouble along the way. Yeah. Hey, has anyone seen my cleaning gloves? I think I saw Elizabeth Shoe wearing them earlier. <laughs> Very nice. By the way... Uh, and we got most of that, so that was good. Uh, It doesn't matter if you if you miss this intro, yeah. simply tune in to YouTube because I record this independently. <laughs> oh, good! And you can hear it there. All right, so then get the sure other half. Part. Here's the other I thing I would say. I would say about your little intro. I now realize why you were asking about so many questions about the Mazda Miata, <laughs> right? That was out in front of the house. <laughs> I was sourcing my material. I understand. It's all good. Also with us, Randy. Dunaway's intros, by the way. Dunaway's intros are like the dream you have after watching the movie that we (laughs) watched for Film Sack and then then having like a big sugary meal right before you go And it depends on how late you go to bed, but yeah, like that's exactly right. And that's how he lives. This is his real life, not his his dream life, his real life. Also joining us, Randy, you take back what you said about Thor Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian? Hi. So, guys, I've, I've come over to your house to lie to you face-to-face when we both live in mansions out in Oak Park. So, surely, we have phones. Th- did you see the car I drove over here? I'm probably the richest kid in our high school. <laughs> My house probably has two phone lines, one for upstairs and one for downstairs. And I can afford to take girls out to really nice restaurants in downtown Chicago. Mm. I have the teenage boy equivalent of FU money. Mm. And that's the thing. You, you're like seven years older than me, and you should get on with your life. You're going to invent cold fusion. You're going to go back to the future like twice. <laughs> I could have told you all this over the phone. <laughs> yeah, that guy's headed to the West Wing when all this that's is right. over with. Yeah. Good uh, job, yeah. Bradley Whitford. Uh, If you can get that foot out of his ass. Yeah, no kidding. It's deep in there, though. The whole shoe's up there. Uh, Finally, Brian, nobody gets out of this place without singing the blues, Ibbet. 
Oh, wow. Perfect. All right. So this week uh, we watched <laughs> Adventures in Babysitting. Uh-huh. <laughs> are, are you, you going to turn this into a song? You're just going to do that after every single line that I say, huh? <laughs> then I guess I'll play along. I've got the blue Saturday morning film sack blue. So we watch all these goofy movies. iTunes froze. Yeah, you guys do. There it is. Track of Who's Dead. Did I ever tell you about the time I was a bluesman in Philly? And we all should be. Saturday morning film sack blues. Wow, that's something else. Whoops, oh shit. Sorry. It's just, what a show. Let's start it all over. It came back. Let's just start it all over. No, that was awesome. I loved every second of that. That was great. (laughs) Delay on iTunes even made it funnier. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Worked fine the eight times I practiced it before the uh, the show today. Yeah, that was perfect. I should have known you'd do a music thing. That makes perfect sense. Uh, Hey, I thought you were just setting me up for that with Nobody Leaves Here without... Singing the blues. No, I had no yeah. I, that was perfect. I had no idea. Totally Look at that. Syn- synchronicity or uh, whatever the other word should be. Syn- uh, yeah. Synergy. We had synergy. That's what we had. No, synchronicity is just fine. Sure. If you're the if you're the uh, if you're staying, it's perfect. All right. Hey, <laughs> Adventures in Babysitting is the movie that we watched together and uh, not really together apart, but we're here to talk about it. And it's a movie that came out in 1987, and it's a movie I never saw. So for whatever reason, oh wow, yeah, it was. Uh, I felt like it was a huge part of our youth and. Uh, Everyone else saw it, but I just didn't. Not me. Oh, good. Finally, this another holy first cow. viewing. So, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I thought this was like required viewing. If you, if 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 one of your feet were planted at all between 1980 and 1989, right? Like yeah. I thought this was required viewing. I did too. My so uh, I think my parents kept me away from it because it had Playboy magazines. And nah. like the F word, I think they somehow knew. <laughs> yeah, this was PG 13, right? And in 87, you would have been. You've been pushing the limits by having the two F words, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Holy I agree. Cow, it, just, yeah. it just dawned on me that Adventures in Babysitting accurately predicted a time where the Playboy magazine had no nudity in it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was a that was a pretty prescient uh, moment there in the movie where I went, oh yeah, this is like the future. Although, aren't they? Didn't they? Is there some recent like blowback, back. and they're going back now to naked yeah, they're people? Going back to to airbrushed uh, boobs and stuff. Great, great. I'm glad that you know what they're really going back to is just hugging that tree that's called traditional pimp printing and publishing. Well, <laughs> exactly. Please don't, Dude. please don't take away our presses. Yeah. Forgive me, forgive me, my uh, knowledge of uh, like Photoshop being so bad, but. Do we do we still have like an air a tool called airbrush or is that sure. term getting really? Oh, old? we to- still, still totally have it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you have airbrushes like traditional old fashioned airbrushes with like compressors and stuff are still very much in vogue, but mostly for like uh, well, like stuff builder and does like he's building a three D model mm-hmm. of something and. Yeah. airbrushing is still a great way to add Listen, texture and there's stuff. still an airbrush tool in photoshop and that's what they're just using now yeah that's right <laughs> that's right i use it all the time it's it's funny because uh the effect is not what airbrushing used to be like back mm-hmm. in the day like in 87 when this movie was made airbrushing was like shitty t-shirts right like <laughs> right Ooh, i made it i made it look chrome yeah i made something look chrome yeah <laughs> i'm just saying that the the terms change on us like the term cg uh, is no longer that in, in interesting. Like everything is CG. You're 
you're you're using a computer to print out 3D objects. You know, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. it's not as as interesting as it used to be. Yeah, I agree. CGI, uh, same deal. Or uh, what's another term people use all the time now? Um, uh, I can't think of one. All right, moving on. Right. <laughs> can't think of one. I, I can't help you. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to let Scott Fletcher explain what this movie is. It is directed by Chris Columbus, who we've we may have this may be our first Chris Columbus movie. I don't think we did Home Alone or. Um, no. Anything else I can think of? Have we done? One day, one day we'll watch Shakespeare was... in Love, guys. Yeah. Oh, wait, right. he did that. I didn't know he did first, that. This is his first movie too. On yeah, top this of that. is his first movie. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that either. Weird. These are all new things that I thought I I thought I knew a lot about Chris Columbus. Uh, you know, Harry Potter and the and the and the second Harry Potter, and he did the movie. Uh, uh, what was it called? The Help or something? The Gremlins was his. The Help. Yeah. yeah Mrs. Doubtfire. He wrote it to the Gremlins. <laughs> we're about to do. Oh, we're about to Mrs. do. Yeah. Mrs. Yep. Doubtfire is a great movie to compare to Adventures in Babysitting. I agree, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Other stuff, too. Stepmom, the horrible, hideous Bicentennial Man. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. a good time. That what is a about? bad time. Very bad and time. Pixels. Yeah. Oh, and pixels. Yeah. Oh, shit. Really? Right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great movie to compare to yeah. Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, that's a great movie to compare to Bicentennial Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go so well. Well, anyway, uh, there he is doing his business, making stuff, and Scott Fletcher has more. Adventures in Babysitting. A babysitter must battle her way through the big city after being stranded there with the kids she's looking after. It's as simple as that. Mm. To get oh, out wow. there, Chicago, the rough Chicago streets, some kids and a babysitter. That would have fit on a fortune cookie. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I was in That's Chicago. synopsis. I went... <laughs> My first time ever in Chicago was that same year, and uh, for whatever reason, never oh, saw this did movie. Did you see like a station wagon zipping around with some kids? Nope, nope, no, no, nope. because saw... they were all ducked down when they went past. Scott. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I saw. Hey, Scott, get down! <laughs> I saw a chop shop full of, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this: the most interracial uh, chop shop I've ever seen in my life. They had Unbelievable. everything. Unbelievable! Oh, it was crazy, right? right? Like Seriously, the most unrealistic. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. gang, like the theme gangs well, we got a, in this. We got two theme gangs. They have gangs. a very strict policy on hiring all, you know, making sure that everybody's represented. I'm sorry. Yeah. We already have five Mexicans. We, we're looking for more uh, Caucasians. Sorry. <laughs> right. And we're going to need an Indian doctor. So, I mean, <laughs> that, right. for, so, for 80s, this is pretty forward. Yeah. yeah. Let's And let's just go right to it. The movie is a trope. Uh, can I have a trope alert? Yeah, you can. A whole trope alert for a whole movie. <laughs> Yeah, the whole movie. It's it's the one crazy night trope, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, you know, a bunch of people who have no business being out in public <laughs> at all, <laughs> uh, manage to pack in a crazy night into, and in this case, it's like five hours, maybe. It, it's right. not that long that they have to they have it's, to get into it's the city. It's actually longer back. than it's got to be longer than five hours, right? Because it was about twelve thirty. Because one o'clock is what time the parents were supposed to be home. Yeah. And they were making dinner, so some. You're right; it might be about six hours or yeah, so. She yeah, she got there. Yeah. She got the house. It was still light out uh, when she right. drove up. I guess so. One would assume five so six. No one makes pasta before five, right? I mean, right. That's a, <laughs> no that's way. A good, no, right. Like, so that's the, a good point. Like wearing white after Labor Day. Right. So there's really only two elements to the one crazy night trope. The first is the time. The time has to be incredibly condensed, and the second is that there needs to be a super complicated adventure. Impact into that time, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering, anybody have a favorite movie on this trope? There's oh, a billion yes. of them. I mean, yes, yeah. planes, trains, and automobiles for me. Ooh, oh, good that's one. a good one. It's not yeah, one night one. though. It's the problem. It's not a single night, which is 
you know, not it's a bit of a cheat, I will admit. It's many nights for that movie, right. but but as far as single I mean, nights go, do you guys have good examples? You got one of it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The Hangover anyway. is is oh, yeah. an absolute. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. Uh, After Hours, which is a Scorsese film, uh, uh, that yeah. I can't wait for it to be streaming somewhere so I can make us watch it. But it's uh, <laughs> it yep. is it's the it's the total one crazy night with Cheech and Chong and Roseanne Arquette and uh, yeah. Never saw that one for some reason. I know, I know. A lot of people. It, it was so it was so under the radar, especially for being a Scorsese film. That it's like, oh, that's that Scorsese film that nobody's ever heard of. Well, that's you could really do really you good. could do Ferris Bueller for one crazy day. It's the yeah, same right. idea, right? Right, right. Like it begins and then it it always ends with somebody at the very end, just barely making it back onto the couch <laughs> or the bed. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, and you need that so, beer boat boat music while it's happening. That's right. There always has to be a deadline, right? Like, um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. With all of these. Yeah. That, so, that's what ratchets up the tension. Sure. Mm-hmm. There doesn't have to be a deadline. Like when it first came out, my favorite one crazy night uh, film was a uh, super bad. Uh, mm. That that has not yeah. aged well. Trust me, mm. that has not aged well. Mm. Uh, but but you guys actually uh, caused me to watch for the first time in my life the movie Clue. Which oh, I yeah. think is is a great example of this trope, and over the years since we watched it, it's become one of my favorite movies. Like mm. what? Really? That, yeah, seriously. Okay. Like Ooh. I love I love Clue, and I love how it adheres to this trope. I'm not going to judge you, Randy. I like Clue too. Yeah. I don't well, let don't let Ibbitt's passive aggressive. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, no. I like Clue. I like Clue as well. I'd never put it anywhere near the list of my favorite movies. Oh yeah, no, me neither. But it has a huge yeah. following. Like they're. About, it's multi generational. It, it's also multi generational. <laughs> like my seventeen year old, way into Clue. He thinks Clue's amazing. That's true. It might be my favorite movie based on a board game. That's true. Yeah, I think. I think that's. Yeah. Well, what other yeah, ones are there? Told. There's Battleship, that, and. Uh... Do you count Jumanji? No, Jumanji. I do. <laughs> no, it's not a real game. It has to be I a real game. I count Jumanji. It's a real game now. Well, I mean, about it was... Zarathustra or whatever. Ooh, Z- <laughs> Zuthura. Yeah, Zuthura. I, <laughs> Z- I like Zarathustra better. That'd be a better that was name. The, that's the uh, the 2001 theme. Yeah, yeah, that's also pretty good. But I, but it, but it's a kind of an uncommon thing. You can't really get away with it. Like if they ever make a Monopoly game, freaking shoot me in the head. That sounds terrible. It's gonna be like a 12 hour movie. Is there? There's a a mousetrap Dude. movie, or there there was plans for there. Oh to be yeah, a I love movie. the mousetrap movie. That was a Disney movie as well. That was uh. Is that real? That was fun. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how well it was about game though. But was it based? No, on but the there game? was one. I know no, you're thinking movie. of the one with. Uh, Nathan Lane, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right, right. That was that wasn't called. Was that called Mousetrap? How many was, years I ago? I movie. believe it was. How many years ago? Because there's a ton of these listed. Oh, Mouse Hunt. Mouse Hunt. I'm mouse sorry. Hunt oh, one, yeah, exactly. all right. Well, that's not quite the same now, is it? Mouse Hunt. Close enough. Yeah, Nathan yeah, Lane, Lee a, Evans, '97. I don't know. I thought there was a movie. In By the way, that's a fantastic movie. It is really. Metacritic score 54, 6.4 on, well, that's not too bad on IMDb. For <laughs> Screw you, Metacritic. All right. 88% like this. All right. 88% of Google users like it. So Google that. All right. Google right. I do. Can, I, I do like Nathan I give you, Lane. So, yeah. I, I, I want to give you a parallel to this, to this trope, and that's uh, the, the Simon Pegg movies, like uh, The World's End. Oh, sure. Yeah. Do you, ha- do you have a parallel trope noise? I mean, no. that's interesting. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Whoop, whoop. Like, I don't think it perfect like like World's End fits the trope. I don't think like Hot Fuzz fits the trope exactly, but there's definitely, you know, like you you definitely get the idea of what this what this right. is about. Like you you take ridiculous adventures and pack them all together into the, a, a space they couldn't have ever fit into. Sure, um, right. I actually have a way to. And do it. I like. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. I have, oh, I, have... I was gonna say I like I, I like how I I like the subtrope of how everything has to be put back in place. So the destroyed house trope. Mm-hmm. So she kind of she plays a little bit with the destroyed house trope. We didn't go as far as destroying the house, but we knew that pasta, which by the way was wet earlier and then mm-hmm. dried. There's no yeah. way she'll ever be able to get that pasta up <laughs> at, at yeah. one o'clock. Oh in the hell morning. no! Yeah. But the destroyed yeah. house trope. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's I, I agree. everything's fine here, mother. By the way, the other reason I don't think it was that late in the day is because she arrived while the while the while the horny son was making pasta and the daughter was or the the Thor daughter was teasing him, and mm-hmm. he dumped it everywhere. Uh, on the TV in the background, if you guys noticed, but it was the Price is Right was on, and there was no DVRs in oh. 1987. So this is a weird time of day to be making pasta. Horny <laughs> son. Yeah, it's just a weird time of day for them to be showing the Price is Right. It's one of the two. Either. I- uh, well, I guess uh, instead of the news today, we're going to be showing you the Price is Right. 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 I worked. I worked real hard on trying to figure out timelines in this movie because I felt. I felt constantly, like. Things weren't happening when they were supposed to be happening. So mm-hmm. it's, 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 so I'm glad I wasn't the only one that kind of noticed that it's weird uh, that certain things were happening during certain parts. I, of the day. I, I agree. Took me out of the movie a by the way, bit. I have a little. Here's your parallel trope. By the way, I made it. I made it while we were sitting here. Hang on. See, wow. see, they're going to. Oh, that's this. a little bit. That's kind of a little bit off, though. Parallel should be like. Is it, does it have <laughs> no, to be like? No, they're not. Just as long as they're parallel. They have to be synced as long as they're parallel. Yeah. If they're oh, right okay. next yeah. to each other, okay, I'll make it closer. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, hold on. Let's try it again. You know, there, see, there you go. You know what else that fits? This this movie actually has another person on a completely different series of adventures, uh, you know, pushed into the same time frame, and that's the friend Brenda. Mm-hmm. Brenda's right. ex- Brenda's experiences should have just been sitting in a chair for five hours. Well, Brenda's the cause of the whole thing. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. it's weird. Like they had to, the scriptwriter had to come up with this whole other series of weird things. Yeah. To to give that person. By the way, really just, uh, I like that Brenda played by Columbus. Uh, Penelope Ann Miller of all people is uh, yes. is Brenda, and she she of all these cast members, with the exception of possibly Elizabeth Shue, although not so much lately, but um, it's it's she's maybe had the biggest most awarded career. Uh, Vincent right. D'Onofrio did all right. After being Thor, long hair, blonde, weird looking, skinny, Vincent D'Onofrio and D'Onofrio in this, but uh, but of all these actors, I was really surprised that Penelope Ann oh. Miller was in this. Shocked me. Holy yeah. crap! What? I did not realize. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. What Vincent D'Onofrio? That that Thor is. Yeah. Uh, was he? Kingpin? Was he Thor? Yep. Yeah. What? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Isn't as that crazy? many times I've seen this movie, I have never put that together. <laughs> well, he couldn't look more different now. Like he's. In fact, I would I'd argue that this is the same year. This is eighty seven, so this is the same year that Full Metal Jacket, Full uh, yeah, Full Metal Jacket came out. And Full Metal Jacket, yeah, Full Metal Jacket. That's yeah, how you right. say it. It's some, for some reason it sounds right. I'm saying the words, but they don't sound right. Really full Metal don't. Jacket. And no. This, so he was, uh, you know, in that, and he was, you know, he'd gained weight. He looked bigger. Like it was a totally different looking what? human being. Yeah, same year. I still can't mm-hmm. even. I still can't even see it. I, I'm looking at the pictures right now, and I just wow. Yep. Yeah, that yeah, is blowing my mind because I I can't imagine that's the same guy as the bug guy and I uh, in uh, <laughs> right in, uh, in black. <laughs> or or right. Kingpin right. or freaking the dude who was so nasty in that most recent Jurassic Park Kingpin. movie like oh. like yeah I said Kingpin oh, for that but yeah. but yeah he, 
Go ahead. Can we just take a moment to appreciate Vincent D'Onofrio's upper arms? Because damn, <laughs> yeah, good job. Yeah, dude's been dude's been working on some cars, man. Yeah, sure. man, he's been uh, like he's been lifting those cars in a curl motion. Yeah, I love him. Uh, by the way, they too they... young to own a garage. By the way, too young. Not with th- with those arms. No, he took the garage away from its previous owner. Yeah. Listen, Brian. And now it's Dawson's. The mean, <laughs> the mean streets of Chicago will really bring it out in a person. That's what's going on there. Okay, right. that's what you got to understand. We haven't even talked about Anthony Rapp yet, who uh, right. is right. recently in the news as the accuser of Kevin Spacey, uh, but also he's on Star Trek Discovery and he's been in a million other things. Does a lot of artsy fartsy stuff. We saw him in Dazed and Confused. He was the, uh, you know, the the crew Tony. of three nerds basically uh, that yeah. were driving to the party. Uh, one's that Jewish guy whose name I can never remember. Uh, anyway, they, uh, he's a little curly haired blonde. <laughs> Mike, one in that. Adam Goldberg. Yeah. Adam Goldberg. That's about? it. Adam Goldberg. Adam Goldberg. <laughs> uh, so he's, he's Anthony Rapp is in this and, um, he's a turd in this. He's a real turd. He, he totally is. Like it turns for me when he's, uh, well, it, it kind of turns for me when there's this whole stretch of time between the time that he's at the window looking in at watching watching uh, yeah. Elizabeth Shue and the kids in the living room. Yeah. Still, that entire time that she's on the phone with Brenda and they're figuring out dinner and all that stuff, and then pops out of the bushes. What must be like twenty minutes that later. Like, kills me. how long yeah. has he been sitting out there? Like, <laughs> wouldn't he just give up? Who's he gonna go tell anyway? I was hiding in the bushes and heard some stuff. You freaking creep. Yeah. Right, you weirdo. Yeah. But it really turns for me when he uh, is laughing the whole the entire time they're having a flat tire. There's nothing funny about a flat tire. I mean, Every just... everybody thought that flat tire was hilarious. Pruitt thought it was hilarious. Daryl thought it was. I was like, no, Come it's on. it's the worst. No, I'm I'm telling you right now. I don't care what your involvement is in a flat tire scenario. No good for anybody. Nobody. Oh, and you right. don't want to laugh while the driver's trying to figure it out either because nope. they will murder you. Nope. They have a tire iron and they will murder you. You know, when I'll tell you what what happens to me, it almost creates like almost like PTSD. When a when a tire goes out in a car, it's a reminder that you're riding around on four volatile rings of rubber. <laughs> right. These pill- air, pillows air of bomb. air. Yeah, air bombs right. inside of rubber that may or may not hold and all it takes is a nail or anything else and you're screwed. Like yeah. and then you and then your yeah. solution is Oh, well, I've got a spare, but do you have four spares? Ooh, like to me, the redundancy sucks. Oh, I hate it. Tires are done. Cars are the I, worst. I want to get right to the next controversy, controversial question. I wrote so many questions down during mm-hmm. this movie. And the next one here is, did, did this tow truck driver kill his wife? Prove it. No, he didn't, he didn't kill his wife. He, at least they never showed it. No, right? I think he wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have just gotten to walk into the hospital and and. <laughs> Did anybody else come away with that question though? Because I don't think it's very well depicted. Yeah, they don't. No, I don't. They yeah. don't. There's no good resolution to that. In fact, he should be in custody, even if he didn't. Even if he was, um, well, he was firing. He was the one in there firing a gun. So, so yeah, some dudes have an affair with his wife, and yeah, he caught him. But he would have been in jail by now, and he wouldn't be walking oh, around absolutely. a hospital looking for that guy again. But like as as movie as movie as movie viewers, <laughs> Mui. as movie viewers, we were. Uh, I think we were supposed to. You know, I I don't think I thought we we're supposed to kind of understand that. Eh, Pruis is kind of a blowhard. He's not really going to shoot the guy, right? Yeah. Well, he tried to, and then he, he shot the window to. and almost killed a kid. Like, well, the only reason why he did that is because his wife was like all freaking out and stuff. Pruis, don't shoot him. Yeah. I love him so much. Stop. Don't do it. Dude, no, dude, dude was so into his name that he had to have a giant 
neon P. <laughs> JP, look at JP! Yeah, stupid. But anyway, yeah, no, some of that stuff took me out a little bit. Like, I wrote something down here that I, I think I'll share now, which is when I was a kid, uh, this stuff seemed, how do I put this? This stuff seemed like fun. These kinds of movies seem like fun. I mean, they're supposed to be, right? And you see, like, this urban decay and awfulness and mm-hmm. someone's carjacking this car when you get into it and you drive off with them and stuff. And back then you're like, maybe it's because you're young and you think you're never going to die or you don't really see what life is or whatever. And you're just like, yeah, man, that's funny. Ha ha, look at that. We're all having fun downtown Chicago. And now I look at it and it just depresses me. It's just like, <laughs> it's like awful place, awful everything. Only, Everything's bad. The, yeah, the only part of downtown that doesn't feel like a place you're going to get killed in downtown Chicago in this movie is the fancy building where the, the Christmas party is going on. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And in there, yeah, you of might, course, that's yeah. where the killers follow them. And I like that mobster guy. I think he was effective. Uh, it was a little over the top, but whatever. Oh, yeah. The His, main, uh, the main dude. Yeah. The vo- with the voice. He was cool. Okay. Bleak. That's the my guy. Next question. I, I don't, I don't, I want an answer to this. Do uh, certain makes and models only go to certain cities? Is that how that works? Oh, uh, do they only want yeah, Porsches yeah. in Cleveland? Is that, I don't. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know how that yeah, works either. Know. What's his name? Bleak was his character's name. Bleak was his name. And Bleak by the way, the... he wins. He wins this week's IMDb photo. It's, it's unbelievable. You haven't? Yeah. It's unbelievable. His IMDb photo. Yeah. yeah. He's this guy's a, IMDb uh, photo is apparently like a picture of him when he starred in Castaway in 1970. <laughs> Wilson! No, he's yeah. not That's his character from uh, the Outlaw Josie Wales, I think. I think that's what he's in. By the way, he's one of our Star Trek connections, which I'll just mention it now because it was the last thing he did. His last yeah. acting gig was in 1998. He played a character called Filth. Flith. Or Flith, Flith. sorry. Flith in, the, in a Deep Space Nine I will Nine only episode. accept characters' names like as Flith and Bleak. And- That's right. Uh, he did go on to live longer. He died in 2010 uh, at the age of 75 in California. But he is a he's an interesting dude with a weird face, and I could see him in Westerns. It makes sense that he would have been there. But, uh, yeah. He's had terrible teeth, though. Let's just, you know. Terrible yeah. teeth. And, it and wasn't, the, wasn't the greatest bookkeeper. No. I'm gonna write this stuff down in the yeah. Playboy magazine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just go to go to Barnes and Noble, get one of those blank books. You can get a really nice decorative one, uh, whatever, and, and put your notes in there. The yep. first, the first place the police are gonna look is the centerfold in the Playboy. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. the first place they're gonna look. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, by the way, uh, you're saying it's the worst IMDb photo or the IMDb photo of the week. We won't call it worst. We're not judging. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna. Judging. I'm actually gonna put. I'm gonna put Keith Coogan on there, who played Brad, the the brother of this, uh, mm. the the one of the kids, uh, the 15 oh, yeah, year old, right, and right. Uh, he he's a reminder that sometimes what our hair does as we get older is just shift w- way back, just goes way back. <laughs> but and, it's funny how it it shifts way back, but points east. Like yeah, if you look yeah, at yeah, all yeah. of the photos, all of his little smaller photos yeah. underneath his big photo on MDB, it's all like taken at different times, but his hair is just still pointing the same way. It's, it's wild. I've never seen I've never seen bangs at the back of somebody's crown of their head. I've never seen that. <laughs> right. Yeah. The most so, interesting. Yeah. 
So Keith Coogan is, uh, I know him because he's Kenny and Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, which I've seen yes. many times. Another and great I, babysitter movie. Never yeah, I think it. it's weird that I've seen that one so many times and I've never seen this that babysitting is, movie. That is really weird because I've never seen Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, it's like good. a different era, though. I mean, that was like, what, mid-90s? and 91? Early 90s, 91. 91. So it's only a few oh, years after 90s. this, actually. Yeah, he was yeah. still sort of a kid, I guess, or a teenager. And this is the first time I saw uh, Christina Applegate hit outside of Married with Children. And yeah. I was definitely interested in this movie. Yeah. Oh, by the way, there's another babysitter uh, movie by Mick G on Netflix, which I've been kind of wanting to watch. Is it's it kind this, of a little bit different. The horror story. movie one, that one that I see. Yeah, blame. well, it's not really a horror movie. It's a, uh, is, is it like a hostage kind of movie? Oh, is that of? the deal? Uh, yeah. It's you're, newer. You're of the one I recommended for recommendals, right? It's got the better watch yeah. out. Oh, that's, oh, 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 that is the one you're talking about. Yeah, but yeah, there's also one with a no, wait, there's one with a there's a one with a babysitter name though. It's like um, here I'm looking yeah. it up. I think it's like the babysitter or something like this. Yeah. Very simple, <laughs> probably with the baby. Right. Oh, yeah, it is the babysitter. It is literally yeah, the, babysitter. the babysitter. It's a Netflix original. When Cole stays up past his bedtime, he discovers that his hot babysitter is part of a satanic cult that will stop at nothing to keep him quiet. Nice. That sounds like shit, but maybe it's good. But it's Mick G. How bad could it be, right? Pretty bad. Dream girls. Did you guys nightmare? Did you guys know that Adventures in Babysitting was remade last year? Shut up. No. Yes. It's a it's a Disney joint. A Disney uh, Channel movie from last year that remade this. I had no idea. Mm. Oh, that brings me to my next point, which is my recollection, and I didn't see it, of course, in '87 because I've already said that, but. My recollection of all of the marketing material around this and all the like TV stuff I saw and everybody talking yeah. about it was that it was way more adventurous than it turned out to be because all this really was was just a bunch of dumb mistakes and not the planes, trains, and automobiles kind of romp I expected it to be. I thought it would just be, all right, now we're on to the next. Oh, look what's gone wrong now. She's going to have to figure it out. I mean, even the poster where she's climbing up a building, which never happens, yeah. by the way. Right. <laughs> no, um, but it's like the perfect like Batman. Uh, the, the little girl outside the building, though, it happens and solves itself without Elizabeth Shue really doing much. <laughs> no, she didn't help with that very much. Yeah, at all. The the poster work immediately made me think of stuff like romancing the stone and, yeah. and that kind yeah, of yeah same same art style which I really like yeah. that um, almost Hildebrandt uh, yeah uh, style of of movie posters yeah. I love that and I wish right. those were that was still like everything I think the Thor one might have been Ragnarok oh, might have had a little yeah, bit of a for sure I was to that they I was tapping into man that. back in the day back in the day movies did not give comic book heroes any type of you know respect or cred and this movie was the first movie that i really remember seeing that was like really stepped into my comic book world and really embraced it big mm -hmm. what adventures and babysitting yeah with thor i mean it oh, was just oh. like thor was all on thor. this thing oh yeah it totally right, was right right yeah no, by the way the true. movie poster for that that remake that disney channel remake of adventures and babysitting yeah. mm -hmm. makes me never ever even want to accidentally see it <laughs> You should at least you should at least watch the uh, trailer uh, and see how they they flip the script from uh, blues karaoke to a uh, white kid white karaoke. Holy <laughs> really? shit! This uh, Brian, you know what? Rap battle. Yeah. You and I often agree on a lot of things, but yeah, I've never agreed with you more in my life. <laughs> Doesn't it look like like? We all think we're going to be huge someday. Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. And there's a, and knowing we are. a big yeah. penis-shaped <laughs> sign in the background. And 
they got <laughs> a ferret. And there's yeah. too many kids. And best I can tell here, there's uh, is one of those girls the one that's stuck at the train? And they're uh, I don't know, man. No, oh, it, it's not. It's guessing... not. It's not a literal. It's not a literal remake. What it is is uh, competing babysitters, and they kind of <clears throat> use the marketing of of you know babysitters going on adventures. Well, not, f that, like f that. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. That's a bad. I'm guessing bad it's move. a co-babysitter situation, so that they can jam two. <laughs> it's right. a co-babysitter yeah. situation, like happens <laughs> all the time. Who are these people? I'm looking at all these names. These are Disney. These are Disney stars. These yeah. are. Uh, if you watch the Disney Channel, you'll recognize a lot of these people. Yeah, you know, I don't. like Jet Jurgensmeyer <laughs> and and Madison Horcher. <laughs> Horcher. Oh, I love a Horcher. I love a Madison Horcher. I get those when I go to Olive Garden. They're the best. <laughs> Oh, I love a, a good, tall, frothy Madison Horcher. Right. Anyway, uh, what's the point? Hey, you notice hey. there was... Go ahead. What? This movie has Ron Canada, guys. Oh, I thought it was Canada. It's not? It's Canada? I, you, if you look at his last name and don't say Canada, <laughs> yeah. I think there's something wrong. All right, hold on. Even it's if you don't sing Canada, it. Yeah. There, now, there is a Ron thing. Canada. Oh, it is Ron Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Canada, Canada. Yeah, it's Canada. You're right. He's he's been in all I sorts do, of stuff. He played. Yeah. A I do love him. This movie. Oh, I, I love. love I love when he has to come back and uh and tell Filth what is his name? No, it's Fliff. Bleak. Fliff. When he cuts, come back and tell Bleak. He's like, uh, the Playboy is uh, gone. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is an no, article the kids, in there. The kids have the Playboy. Yeah, the kids well, asking, "What we'll, we'll get it? Yeah. We'll take it from him." Yeah. And at that point, we didn't know why he needed the Playboy so bad. It just seemed like filth or whatever was a was a was a freaking dirt bag and couldn't wait to get his porn back. And uh, no, it's because oh, but what are the chances? The girl in the magazine literally looks like Elizabeth Shue because it's her head that's been put on there. This this was another thing I was trying to do. I was trying to figure out time of year in Chicago because they said, oh, she looks like Miss March, and I'm like. Well, wouldn't it even in Chicago in March? Isn't it a little bit too warm for her to be wearing that freaking big jacket and the and the big yellow cleaning looking gloves? Yeah, like, there's some con- massive, there's continuity the massive issues. Doctor Who scarf, yeah, definitely. Continuity. Yeah, oh, I love them Doctor Who, the Tom Baker Doctor yes. Who scarf. I, I love that thing. I, I really want. Apparently, it. the head of the bad g- or one of the theme gangs that fight in the train mm-hmm. uh, is a very notable actor from The Wire. Uh, oh. And so when I put up a photo of that last night, I got all these tweet backs going, dude, that's so and so from the wire. I can't believe oh, he's wow. in this. And thinking, yeah, you know, sometimes people Clark, gotta slum Clark it. Johnson? Clark Johnson. Clark yeah, Johnson, yeah. yeah. Some people have to have to slum through some things to get to their the career they wanted. And perhaps this was it. But boy, I'd love a good Michael Jackson theme gang, dude. Just those guys right. all up in there. Exactly. It's like some got some black guys, some white guys, some Hispanic right. guys. It's all together with a Couple of bats and a chain. Oh, you, you know. You speaking the of wrong I, train car to get into, yeah, homie. Yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't care for the laughing about the the flat tire that irritated me. But for some reason, I laugh every time in a movie someone gets a knife stuck in their shoe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know why. It makes me laugh every time. Wow. Hold on. There's now. something about the way they linger on that shot. It's like funk. And they just linger there, and I'm like, right, and it hangs. The- ah! One yeah. of the best Simpsons moments of all time is, uh, it's the one where Homer's got a swear jar, and he's Lisa's oh, trying yeah. to get him to not swear. And at some point, he steps on a nail, and it's the one time you'd think he'd swear the most, but because he's working so hard, it goes shlink, and he says, 
Oh, fiddly dee. I've stepped on a nail. (laughs) That's right. It's a really good scene. Anyway, the point is, yes, the uh, shoe scenes are made for you, Brian Ibbett, or Dunaway. This is is for you, meant for you, and I'm glad you liked it, but I've never laughed once at somebody stepping on a knife or having something. This whole movie is full full of uh, shoe scenes. Yeah. Lots of shoes. And it's full of that. It's totally full of that trope. Like that's not how this works. Yeah. Kind of, kind of thing. Well, like, sure. yeah. So let's, let's talk about, let's talk about some of the, uh, things that that's not how stuff works yeah. in this movie, because there <laughs> is a shops, lot of, there's a lot of, full of, of guys, uh, just with just like spraying uh, waterfalls guys. of sparks, like a hundred yeah. guys. It's like, yeah. and 55 cars all packed into one yeah. little garage. It was like, <laughs> it was like Santa's workshop in there, man. They were yeah. just cranking yeah, right. away. And, and when you steal a car, you don't just hang out in there for a while. Oh, oh, darn, long enough for some kids to climb in there. Yeah. You get in there, you break that thing open, and you get the heck out. Yep. Right, right. Yep, you get out. Uh, there's there's a, I mean, whatever. These kind of movies were meant for us to park our brains at the door. This was a little sure. bit like uh, a female-led John Hughes effort-ish kind totally. of thing. Yeah, this could have easily so been a John Hughes thing. Which, By the way, you know, you know. who says Expressway anymore? Oh, uh, oh yeah, I don't. Not yeah. anymore. Expressway. Hey, you can take the expressway. Eighty-seven. I maybe. I I hear what you're saying about the movie being female-led, and there are a lot of lines given to women. But my gosh, men bail her out over and over in this movie. Mm. Really, the only time that Elizabeth Shue it makes it happen, the one time she is the big bad is when they're in that train car and she yells out, nobody Fs with the babysitter. That right. is like, that's it. She stood up for herself this one time. Every other time, some dude gives her $45. Some dude repairs the car. Like, Yeah, uh, but even then it was the like super movie. unrealistic because neither of those two gangs, if they were real gangs, would have given a shit about that. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like she right, would have exactly. said that and they would have gone, okay, freaking push her out of the train. <laughs> That's the one thing our two gangs can agree upon. Right. We're not mess with this it. movie would have ended and there would have been a news article the next day. Yeah. Right. So these one, this one moment where she yeah, has her... Tragedies and babysitting. Where she, <laughs> where she has her big moment to shine is the only moment that's the least realistic way to shine. Like, give her other actual... God, that's Moment, a really good right? point. Yeah, I mean yeah. the the frat party that he helps her out. The blues guy helps her out by blocking the the bad okay. guys chasing her. And yeah. once again, yeah. does yeah. it work like this? Uh, these gangsters are told they have to sing the blues. No, they will walk right out the front door. <laughs> right, there's, gonna, exactly. there's no stopping them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it's there's no honestly there's no stopping the kids either. They they didn't have to sing. It was dumb. That scene was the worst setup. I hated it. I freaking hated that. That, scene. that was we were doing that though. That was something that for I don't know. That was something weird during the late 80s that I I don't know who started it, but they just needed to stop. But for some reason, it was funny for baby boomers to watch white kids do Motown kind oh, of sure. music sure. things. <laughs> it's kind of it's a little racist what. in a way. It's like saying, oh, okay, you're now caught in this room and this room is a culture and this culture is this and you're going to adhere to right. it. And that's right. funny that you have to because you're but, white. Like yeah. I don't and know the only, what that was about. Yeah. And is the only door uh, behind the stage? Like, <laughs> yeah. You, hope not. Like basically. Yeah. And, and everybody's says, ready. There's a sign that says you cannot leave until you sing the blues. Right. Yeah. So so basically, like, okay, we're done for the night, hon. Well, I guess we got to go up on stage and sing the blues until basically there's one person left in that right. building. <laughs> 
Well, hell, uh, nobody, nobody's going to know if I sung the blues or not. I'm out of here. Yeah. Right. So, exactly. so and, and then this leads to one of my questions that I wrote down. Uh, and I just wrote down, that was Albert Collins, right? Yeah, yeah it was Albert just, Collins. Yeah. Because he's, I, I sat through the whole credits. He's never mentioned. No. no I don't understand. Oh, weird. They don't, talk, they don't give him credit. It's crazy. No. no. So recognizable too. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. what that was my my problem with the, of the Telecaster and my the problem Ice with the Man. my problem with the blues is that it's always the same. You'd get sick of it after a while. It's always. Bar, 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 bar. I woke well, up this morning. The, the blues. Bar, 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 bar. I took a big shit. Bar, 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 bar. That's just the muddy waters movie. Yeah, that's the movie blues. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's the risky business uh, muddy waters. Uh, I, I think that's like the only. The only song that really has that is Manish Boy by Muddy Waters, which is where I ripped, right. you know, my chunk for the, the, the top of the show. But yeah. um it just happens to fit like a oh, you could do a little bit of a narrative. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. and, and throw your It's got it's got like a little bit of comedic timing. I it mean, does. it's yeah. it's a punched, but it it, it gets so old every, like in about two seconds. So again, at, at the world's worst blues club where everybody nobody can leave that building until they sing the blues. So does does everybody have to do something in that using that melody? <laughs> oh my god! I like to, I like to think that that is actually like purgatory. Yeah, I, I like kinda, to think that that's I want to like kind of wrap this up. Oh, that's interesting. Wait a minute, yeah. Brian. Brian's onto something here. This whole movie could actually be, be stuck into a bunch of metaphors, and it's and these things didn't really fully happen. Yeah, but the, they're like inflated <laughs> in Elizabeth Shue's memory. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're parables, really, to learn from. Yeah, yeah. No, right. I'm with you. Oh, I thought you were saying that, like you know, maybe while they're stuck on the express expressway, the expressway, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, expressway, something happened with their uh, tailpipe, and they're really this was all just right, a hallucination that's, that's from uh, carbon monoxide fumes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it starts to make sense. They're walking around on freaking beams in the right. top of a workshop. Oh my god! And, and Grandpa is like he's like he he's haunting that jacket she's got, and uh, he's he's helping out a little bit along the way. Seriously, it took them seventeen minutes to walk across those beams in that workshop. Yeah. No, oh, was, Scott, yeah. I got to find out is is oh, speaking the, gross, the grossest yes, grossest moment. thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. Totally got to be the crap that the, the, the rust rat, and the coffee, yeah. the rat shit that falls right. off that beam yeah. into right. that guy's coffee. <laughs> rafter, rafter grit, nailed Is that it. it, nailed it. That's it. Yeah. Is it really? Yep. All right. Rafter grit, oh, rafter grit in your coffee and his face of like, oh, it's the best damn cup of coffee I've ever had. <laughs> there were a lot of of nominees for this award though. Like the when when they meet a guy with a hook and and immediately shake hands with his hook. Yeah, like right. you know that hook has been in that guy's ass all day. <laughs> wow, I didn't really is that. that if you had a hook, Randy? Is that what you'd be doing with it? I'm, no, no, no. I you know. No, maybe. Don't turn yes, this on no. me. We all know. You don't touch the hook when some you meet someone with a hook. You don't touch. The oh hook. yeah, no, I don't want to touch his hook ever. Like there, there's oh, no, no question about that. But there's she had nothing. a glove on. She had a glove on. So it wasn't that bad. Oh, there's okay. nothing. There's nothing on him that I'd want to touch. But. John Ford Newton, John Ford Noonan, who was uh, who was the actor, and he he does a lot of other stuff too, apparently. Yeah. But that guy to me was just one of the most interesting. There was two people in this movie that really just captured my imagination, mm-hmm. and it was Pruitt and Joe Gipp. Yeah, and Joe Gipp, the car thief. Yeah, the Joe Gipp, the car thief. He was yeah. just th- those two guys, the actors and the characters. They just they fascinated me. Yeah, yeah, that would be just, both of them would be you know potential spinoff. Series. Right. <laughs> sure. 
That sounds right. John it Ford explains Noonan. it. Joe Gipp. Mm-hmm. John Ford Noonan was previously married to Marsha Lunt. Oh, all right. That makes sense to me. That's part of his trivia. Joe Gipp doesn't have a lot of, uh, the the guy that played Joe Gipp does not have a lot of uh, credits. Calvin Levels is his name. And he was in um, a number of things you've heard of, like Midnight Caller, Point of No Return, this oh, movie, no return. The, uh, the the remake of uh, La Femme Nikita. Yeah, uh, uh, John, Chuck, Chuck Johnny Norris. Suede. You guys remember that pile of poo? Oh, yeah. oh, no, yeah. Johnny Brad Suede. Pitt? No. Yeah, what? With Brad Pitt? I remember it. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. I do remember that. Twenty One Jump Street. Wow, I'm all... looking at the movie poster, and I don't think I've ever heard of this thing before. <laughs> oh my gosh, this guy was on Mash. How old was he? Hold on a second. How can I don't he be think a mash? He was born in no, so born in fifty four. Anyway, he was ha- he the baby on the bus? <laughs> he was ha- he the chicken? No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was Private Jackson, so he actually played like a young huh. private. But anyway, the point is, uh, he worked pretty constantly and consistently right up till two thousand and three, and then nothing, gone, done. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened to him. He's alive, just not on mm-hmm. movies anymore. And he has, you yeah, know, he's an interesting guy. Seemed like seemed like of the actors here, he would maybe, I don't know, do more. But right. he didn't do any more. I don't know why. And well, then, dude's even got a Tony nomination in 1984. Yeah, so he knows. Yeah, he's got his, He's got stuff. He's got he's things got his to chops, say. Man. Sure. He's got chops. Sure. He's got st- I didn't know. Wow, look. look. I did not know this. He he was uh, one of the heads in Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. Oh, shut he up. Was the, <laughs> he was the head of Jamal. Really? That is okay. crazy. Now is- I got to go back and watch that. Yeah. 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 No, you don't. No, you don't. Now, listen, all of those Tarantino likes that came out, they're all pretty bad, but I kind of have a thing for them. Well, some of them. Uh, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, I think it was pretty good. And uh, um, was that the one with Val Kilmer? Or was there yeah, another that one? Yeah, Val- that was a Val Kilmer one. Or, was you, another one that I had I've never heard anyone say that's like a uh, uh, Kiss, like Kiss, Bang. Tarantino? Yeah, like guess? it's inspired by that or whatever. Is it? I've never heard I that. I felt like it was. I felt like a lot of the things that came out around right around then were... Um, we're basically like Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, that was um, like 05. This is like 15 DNA. years later, right? I mean, maybe well, the yeah. DNA, I guess, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the, the, certainly um, certainly huge popular... The, the, Tarantino's popularity was certainly huge right then in the early 2000s, late 90s. That's a good point. That's a good point. I have, ne- I still have not... And this is up on... It's on Amazon, and I've promised... It's John Jagger's been begging me to watch it, but I've never seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm. So I, I'm excited to, because... I do like me some Shane Black occasionally, and it's there was to, one with uh, Piven, Jeremy Piven, that I'm trying to remember as well. Oh, um, I know that one. Uh, they're in the hotel room, and the yes, hooker gets yes. killed by the, the the towel rack. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah but I can't remember what. Uh, um, seven seven <laughs> guys who killed a dude and then ran seven and then put their heads in a duffel bag. Yeah. I forgot, but it's, yeah, those Tarantino likes were coming fast and furious, and some of them are really bad, but I kind of have a thing for them. I mean, I have reverence right. for, for actual Tarantino movies, but something about those those one-offs that were trying to follow that it, template, are they're interesting to me. Totally, and it took us a while to realize we liked Quentin Tarantino, and it was way after uh, Smoke and Aces was the one that... Smoke and uh, Aces. Oh, yeah, that was Smoke a really Aces. good one. Yeah. Um, but it took us a while to realize that we liked Quentin Tarantino, and it certainly wasn't when Reservoir Dogs was out it was when pulp fiction came out and went huge and then we said oh let's go back and look oh reservoir dogs is excellent you yeah. know i mean there were the people who said right, right. oh i like tarantino back when reservoir dogs was a thing and oh I, shut up dude listen to this <laughs> the cast in uh smoke and aces geez ray liotta ryan reynolds oh, right. 
so good. Piven, Affleck, Berg. Yeah. Uh, isn't Piven in trouble right now? Because he's been he is, yeah. grabbing people's bums. So is Ben. Well, Ben Affleck, I guess, was he was already was complicit. I had no in interest in seeing Smoking Aces, and it was on, uh, it just happened to come on. Uh, oh, why am I forgetting the name of the channel now? Yeah, we just talked about it uh, last uh, week. El Ray. El Ray Network. Oh, El Ray. popped up on the El Ray Network, and I was like, yeah, what is this stupid crap? And I'm like, oh. I've just enjoyed myself. Hold on, El Ray. That's the the Robert Rodriguez network. It's, thing? Right. it's Spanish for the Ray. Oh, great! <laughs> the King, right? Yeah, the Ray, <laughs> the Ray. Welcome to the Ray. How come Smoke and Aces doesn't have Christopher Walken in it? It feels like this is a movie right. where Christopher Walken just automatically shows up. Why isn't it in every percent on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> Screw you, Rotten Tomatoes. How come he's not in every movie we've just mentioned in the last five minutes? <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, other he than in Gross Point Blank, he should be in. Oh, he totally should be in Gross Point Blank. Okay, yeah. I've, that, that's what I wanted to. I'm glad you brought that up. Of all the Tarantino likes or inspireds, yeah, uh, Gross Point Blank by far my favorite. In fact, it's probably my favorite movie of the '90s, straight up. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's because it's like a Tarantino movie mated with a john hughes movie in the back of a car for sure for sure it's, and I, it's got all oh, the tarantino like the, the the signature things uh without being a tarantino film the pop culture uh references while people are shooting each other in gory ways or mm-hmm. killing each other in gory ways it's, it was amazing you know, the music was incredible music. It had uh-huh. a great little rom-commy thing going in the background it's uh it's awesome my gosh gross point blank and one of the yeah. best villains of all time freaking grosser will go down in history <laughs> as the best thing dan Aykroyd ever dan decided Aykroyd, to do totally the best dan Aykroyd role yeah. yeah best thing he ever decided to agree except to. for except for uh squirini, oh, yes. uh, whatever. squirini. <laughs> yeah penis nose penis nose really worked out for him that was a good time uh, a couple of tiny bits here uh julia okay I, you know what i should play the imdb bullshit sound hold on shit okay this is i think okay. this might be shit Julia Louis-Dreyfus uh, auditioned for the lead role, withdrew in favor of Jodie Foster. Foster also withdrew, leaving Michelle Pfeiffer, Valerie Bertinelli, Elizabeth Shue, and Justine Bateman as the only choices. Bateman withdrew from the project due to creative conflicts. Pfeiffer left the project and share, uh, started uh, The Witches of Eastwick, and Bertinelli lost out to Shue on the final day of auditions. Now, some of that may be true, but then it goes on later to list like 50 other possible women who could now, have been this her. Was... Every woman who was an actor in 1987, yep. apparently. Now, yep. you know, this was this was a Disney jam. So this, through the, the touchstone pictures. But, so I can certainly see okay. them having a lot of those people just come in to. Okay, to... but maybe. But this is a crazy trivia page on IMDb. This is why we hate IMDb. Mm. Instead of putting all these into one piece of trivia, they're all broken out. Yeah. So as you look through the trivia, it's like Kathleen Turner, later. Sharon Stone, later. Melanie Griffith, <laughs> later. Brooke Shields, later. Yeah. Tatum O'Neill. Like, you're just look, naming people. And all the way, right. by the way, and then know that those are wrong because even though they skewed a little older here, she's playing 17, but she was 22. Every other name you just mentioned, some of these women were in their like 30s. They're not going to play a 17-year-old kid in high school. Yeah, and right. it's, it was a $7 million budget film. I mean, it's not like Hollywood was the buzz going, oh, look at this. I got to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Scott, she was 24. Oh, well, she, was uh, she was she was six years older than the older college boy that she falls in love with. <laughs> oh my! Oh, yeah. that who's guy. the uh, by the way? Who's the love interest in the um, uh, the, the Steve Martin bride George movies? Newburn. Oh, yeah, Father uh, of the Brides, Father Father of the brides bride. movies. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Wait, yeah. hey, I haven't so, seen those in a while. I missed those. Those are all right. They hold. They kind of okay. hold up. They're fun family fair. There's nothing wrong with them. 
there's a little yeah. yeah martin short does his little over the top thing a little too over the top for me but yeah it doesn't it feels like, like he's, he's he skates you know. that line for me i really like martin short but man there's the there's the martin short roles these days where it's like if he stopped about 20 percent sooner <laughs> i'd like it I'm a lot more disagree i'm all down with the martin anything he wants to do i'm down with I'm, it. I'm down <laughs> with it too but i i think i'm with it on there is like this weird line and he seems to always just barely put a toe over it. I'm usually still kind of okay with it, but like his, his thing on arrested development with riding around on the guy's back and uh, getting thrown toward people and barfing all the time is the funniest thing I've ever seen yeah, no, no, in no. my life. It's like, uh, speaking of uh, other actors, very this, much yeah. what? other actors in this film and what we know them also from uh, Maya Bruton, who plays the little Thor girl, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sarah. Uh, she was also the little girl in uh, back to the future when marty mcfly goes back oh. and uh they're watching the honeymooners and he says oh this is a classic i love this one You've well, never seen this it. is a rerun and uh oh uh, what's his face uh what's his face's brother from the wonder years goes what's a rerun she's the she's the sister yeah right. and then <laughs> so she but so elizabeth she wasn't yet the girlfriend so they missed each other by a movie right oh yeah that's oh. totally true yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, they were all working in those circles back to the future connection so yeah. that's right. so i, I want to draw a line for martin short all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I want to know. I want to know is is his Grimley character too far or not? No, far I love enough? I love Ed Grimley. Ed that's amazing. that's on the right side of the line. His his uh, three amigos is is on the good side of the line. Um, where it kind of goes for me is that that over the top agent. Um, uh, what was the name? Jimmy Glick. Oh okay. yeah, Glick. Glick kind of yeah, goes Glick, over the Glick's top a little for far me. because it gets a little mean, right? Yeah. Plus, he gets all dressed up and in a yeah. fat suit and everything, and he's just—I don't know. Yeah, that that one's, that's that one's hard to take. Sure. Yeah. I, 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 also, I, yeah. past past that line for me is his uh, doctor character in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, I forgot he was in that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty over it. the top. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's this pretty dumb. The but the one yeah. in the the Arrested Development one is special and should be revered. Yes. Look, I would. I would give anything to have dinner with Martin Short sometime. I think oh he'd be, my I think he'd so be a hilarious great. person to sit down and have dinner with. But yeah, yeah. he was a fun. I want you to look in the Discord and look at <laughs> look at that picture and tell me that doesn't give you joy. That's the that's <laughs> the uh, main character from that's Up, quick. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it does give me joy. I love him. Are you kidding? I love him. Yeah, yeah. For He's sure. the best. He, right, he had a right, great right, cameo let's... on a recent episode. I, I'm I'm binging on uh, Kirby enthusiasm, and he showed up in an episode and cracked me up even there. He's always great. Whatever. Oh, yeah. I love him. Yeah. Legendary comedians who are still alive that you want to have dinner with, at, other than Martin Short or Bill Murray. Okay. Uh, okay. Seinfeld is so much fun. Yeah, it's so conversational. Say, um, Seinfeld's great. I'd it's have great dinner with Seinfeld. Place. Sure. Um, um, I don't want to have one with Larry David. Uh, <laughs> oh really i don't I know don't maybe know. maybe i couldn't i couldn't deal with a larry david conversation no i it, couldn't it seems like it'd be got... tricky because because there might are be stories... okay to sit there and listen but i don't well, know if i want to have a conversation as, as much as his show and and his work on seinfeld and everything is kind of an exaggeration of who he is you also hear these stories of like he'd go out on stage when he was doing stand-up back way back in the day he'd go out on stage he'd look at the crowd decide he didn't like them and just leave yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Like that kind of thing. I don't know if I want to eat dinner with that guy, but I do want to eat dinner with. Howie um, Mandel did that too in Wisconsin. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. So my crazy neighbors told the story of what they went to go see him in Wisconsin. He, there was playing at a club that was so small. Um, the limousine that he he arrived at the club from the hotel or from the airport or wherever 
was actually his green room as well. Oh wow! So he had to kind of prepare in there and then come out on stage. He looked at the crowd and then turned around and went back. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, I, was... I, fig- I figured out okay. the third person. I got a Bill Murray and Martin Short. Yeah. The person I would have dinner with, uh, 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 who is alive, is Joan Rivers. She's dead. Uh, she's dead. Oh yeah. damn. <laughs> You're right. Steve Martin, I I think, would be a great. Oh, I mean, listen, listen, Joan Rivers, outer outer flesh uh, level might still be alive, but she's dead. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. Roaming the the Galleria Mall. Steve Martin is a great answer. He 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 seems like he could sit on the other side of the table and have a nice discussion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. In fact, he probably. Did you get the. You'd oh, probably get the new banjo to Steve Martin, though. You wouldn't get the funny, wild, and crazy guy Steve Martin. Oh, yeah. He's, okay, he's way but... more chill now than he was. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You'd get this to chill out. But he might bring Martin Short with him because they're still like best friends. <laughs> Two, <laughs> probably yeah. Two more that I want to mention just real yeah. quick because I've actually met Brian Regan, and he is amazing on stage, and he has a new special on Netflix. It's really Great funny, guy. by the way. Great he's special. A, he's on tour right now. If you get a chance to see him, go see him. Yeah. Uh, it is very intimidating and I've talked to him before and it's very intimidating for me because he's such a presence on stage that when you meet the regular Regan, it is, it is, this it's just hard for me to, to, you know, not to try to want to make him have like a weird conversation. Like, uh, I just, th- when that special hit Netflix and was right. all over the top, I just imagined that uh, some Netflix attorney went, had, you know, cause when the, when the scandals all started a couple months ago, Net, one of the first things that happened is Netflix set all of the things to expire. So like all of your Kevin Spacey stuff <laughs> has been disappearing from oh, Netflix. Right, right, I right. imagine they sent an attorney around with a contract. It's like, Brian Regan, we're about to feature you. You are <laughs> yeah. going to sign this. And if it turns out that you've sexually assaulted anybody, we're you're giving us all your money. Like, yeah. Like we're not gonna get caught up in this again. Yeah, like, let I me tell you this. what. Brian Regan is the most down to earth person. Yeah, so I don't even want to even think about that kind of thing. Mm. Uh, also, after watching the Hulu special, I would love to sit down with Dana. Oh, uh, Dana Carvey. Yeah, oh yeah, Carvey that could be interesting. Yeah. Sure, oh, I he's love just, that. Yeah. He's such a great guy. That doc was awesome. I love that. It was really good. Really and good and boy, I, you know, I give I give Dana Carvey a lot of crap. Are used to, and it's like after watching that, it's like okay, I totally get that because it would happen to me. Like doing a playing a comedy role like that you would get so bored and you'd want to like just go hey yeah yeah you're, <laughs> yeah, you're you're it's so funny because you had said that previous to this documentary Pre- and then we saw it. it and then he, he addresses yeah, that like straight he was, up like addresses he like, it so crazy by the way this is for brian a bit yeah i got bored playing george bush so i went hey ha, hey hey <laughs> It must have been a real moment for you to hear that. <laughs> it was a moment for me. <laughs> I think that's so cool. All right. Well, there's babysitting. Uh, that's going on. Oh, um, uh, what, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the rat. Uh, the scene with the rat. I want to say the dumbest thing in the movie is where she thought the rat was a kitty. I, I wanted to shit a yeah. brick. I don't care how bad your eyesight is. And, and they showed her vision in the camera view at one point while she's walking through the place. I had worse vision than that before some surgeries. And... I'm telling you, you could tell the difference between a damn rat and a cat. Yeah. If, and, and if you, feel, you couldn't tell by looking at it, you certainly would know as soon as you picked it up and felt that tail. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but, no, you'd know. But didn't you feel bad for the for the lady who uh, 
borrowed her glasses. Borrowed. And, yeah, and she was like, it like her life was going in the right direction. She's like, oh, I can finally see and stop pretending with these shades, which are not prescription. Yeah. And I can actually get out here and make a living. And then you find her, she's sleeping yeah. on the steps again. So I was like, it was almost a moment of hope. You think that was a moment that she was like, it was going to finally turn around for her. Like, it oh, was I finally can see now. I can finally go after that receptionist job that, that you know. That, <laughs> that was the story the I wanted to see. Back. Yeah. yeah, because it's like, oh, I couldn't do it because I was blind. But hey, it looks like I can, can see, and and, uh, and that's what I was really wanting to happen, but it didn't. Didn't happen. No, nope. yeah, she ended up that. having to evict the guy out of the phone booth, which was like one of my favorite. Parts. Oh, oh totally. he was the best. I got clips of him. Get in out a second. of my house. Yeah, he's yeah. amazing. I, there's my favorite, my my favorite tropey thing that we haven't really talked about. It happened a lot in '80s movies, and if you're in a city or urban environment at all, it would happen. And that is, you just run around to some random corner, and there will be three rappers there just yeah, yeah. rapping rapping to each other and they don't even notice right. that there's chaos and bedlam happen they're just going back and forth with their little rap battle doing the run dmc era uh, freaking basketball guy what was his name yes. uh, sir rhymes a lot or whatever his hell's name sir is. Rhymes a lot. that's exactly what it is no don't don't correct him don't correct him we're sticking with that. But, you know, that era of like, we don't go down to the street unless we find our stupid feet. Like that kind of rap. <laughs> oh, I am so glad they didn't do that. Yeah. Instead of, that <laughs> instead was really of whatever they actually did. Oh, wait, yeah. they did it in 2016. Yeah, that's true. They did. Uh, but whatever. I, I love that. It's the trope I'm fine with. I think just have what? random rappers around, I think is great. Nothing wrong One with that. One thing we didn't talk about, because I don't know if it's really worth mentioning, because it's so obvious. You can't do that. You can't say that. You can't say Thor is a homo. You can't say that. <sighs> oh, yeah, no. You can't say that in the movie now. You can't do that now. Oh, no. No. No, but it's funny. Homo feels so so much lighter what? than the right. F word, you know, than the other yeah. derogatory word for homosexuality. Yeah, or the rape comment the kid made. The, oh, well, that, that Anthony Rapp made. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Ra- Rapp. Uh, not rape. Anthony Rapp. <laughs> made this is the yeah, this is the second movie in the last month that we've seen where a, a teenager teenage boy is in a back seat trying uh, to sneak yeah. a peek the boobs yeah there right. it was a, and and in both cases the the boy in question was involved was the uh recipient of right. some unwanted real life Advances. sexual attention oh my gosh yeah. i yeah. had not even connected the two you're right <laughs> that's crazy that didn't even occur to me but you're absolutely right that's two that's almost two movies in a row well i guess we've had a couple in between but yeah but yeah that's crazy all right so here's the other thing i wanted to say about that there's a part in this movie that bugged me and it's near the end where joe glick or whatever his name is what is it gick dick black glick look whatever Flip. it is filth joe it's no bleak. it's the it's it, bleak. no bleak. It's no, bleak. no 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 the guy that stole the car what's his name Joe oh, oh, Gip. Gip. Joe Gip. Gip. Joe Gip. Yeah. <laughs> that was close. About four times. <laughs> anyway, Joe Gip uh, is they're standing there and he's like turned to their side now. He's like, oh, I'm going to help you. Yeah. And exactly. one kid uh, shows a, or he grabs the Playboy with the notes in it, opens it, looks at it, looks at her, kind of grins. She goes, that's not me. I'm not Shaylin or whatever. And he goes, Don't say it. Yeah. she goes, no, that's not her. Yeah. She's. You got, she's way, got nothing on you. Yeah, she's got nothing. You know. She ain't got nothing on you. And here's and that's supposed to be this moment of like, oh, that's right, because she's cooler and better, and and you now you know her and everything. And all in my head, I'm thinking is, are we really gonna just have? Are all our uh, porno ladies gonna be the way we determine who's good and who isn't good? Do you know what I mean? Like there was a weird <laughs> sexist thing in that that really grinded my cheese. Oh, I didn't think so. I thought it was it was it felt it felt harmless and still does feel harmless. Like. 
oh, I know everybody's been comparing you to her, but uh, you're you're the real deal kind of thing. Yeah, like, but right. when you say she's the real deal, what does it mean? You're the because you're comparing it to a, a lady who's in the magazine who's naked, and that's all you know about her. She's buck naked, and she's there to titillate the man. So he's saying, <laughs> well, well of of the two, well, I prefer saying- you. What, what does that mean? <laughs> Well, to me, it says it says society is treating you like an object. And look, we even have magazines that do that. And what I'm saying is you're an individual. Okay. And I thought if I wrote that's what he wrote means. My, if that's what he yeah. means, then fine. I wrote in my yeah. my notes smooth because that's what I was like. Oh, smooth, man. Yeah. Good job. I think it, I, it, to me, it came <laughs> you're off. You're never going to grow up to play a really uh, gross uh, hooker in Las Vegas in any movie in the future. <laughs> no. You're the real deal. Yeah, it's all going to be fine. You know, the sign was when uh, it's uh, the kid in uh, the third Back to the Future pointed at his wiener. That's the sign we knew that Elizabeth Shue was going to do something. <laughs> That's when we knew. You know what? She's great. She's, she is, she's always come across, with the exception of leaving Las Vegas, just always come across as like the the sweet, innocent girl next door, you know, karate kid girlfriend, Michael J. Fox girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, even even her run on CSI just seemed like all right, just like real down to earth, sweet girl next door kind of thing. Yeah, I like her. I yeah. like her a lot, except when she was a hooker. Yeah, except for then. Well, even but then she had a, a really great performance. She was really good in that. And right, right. Didn't she end up? Uh, oh, you guys. Went- she ended up Go getting ahead. nominated, but I don't think she won. I don't think that year. Yeah, I can't find. Wow, it. there was there was a lot of uh, when I posted uh, that we were doing this movie, I had asked a few people on on Twitter if they had a crush on Elizabeth Shue back in the day. And yeah, yeah, oh, oh yeah, there was both there her and Penelope and Miller. <laughs> yeah, and then we and then we got into a really interesting discussion of our heartthrobs from the from the eighties, and it was uh, it was like, wow, you guys were pervs, yeah. but uh, <laughs> it was good. Who, it did was you? My, for me, it was always, always, and forever Justine Bateman in that era for me. Mm, yeah, all yeah. into Justine Bateman. It's all like uh, she's she's the one on TV where I was like, oh okay, that, she's she's great. So, did you ever have a thing for Jason Bateman? Was that kind of no, no, no? I knew him. I was mad at him because he was the he was in the horrible Teen Wolf movie. He was like in the site sequel. Oh, and, Teen Wolf too. Yeah, yeah, which is I liked it. I no, like both of them. No. It's it's not like you know it's not the same thing as being attracted to Maggie Gyllenhaal. And then also being attracted to Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Why not? I, I like both. What do you want from me? They're interchangeable. I'm just a they, man. <laughs> they are interchangeable. Thank you, Randy. <laughs> Plus, you know, whatever. She's she's interesting looking. I'm not saying she's ugly. I, I'm saying she's weird. I, I yeah. honestly don't have a reference for Elizabeth Shue between Karate Kid and The Saint because yeah. I really didn't see any of these movies. I didn't see Back to the mm. Future 2 or 3, uh, you know, back in the day. Right. I I didn't see Adventures in Babysitting. I was very aware of Cocktail, yeah. but I never saw oh, the movie. Yeah. Oh, right. right, yeah, same same kind of thing. But she she sure made a living out of playing the main character's girlfriend for a while. In oh, the 80s, big time, right? yeah, big time. As you, uh, it just occurred to me. So this is our third Elizabeth Shue film: Karate Kid, this, <laughs> and uh, and The Saint. Right? Am I missing right. anything? Sure. Oh, I think yeah. you're right. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's right. I don't. I don't know what's happened to mostsacked.com. He was redoing it. And I know. I haven't heard yeah. anything. Mostsacked.com. <laughs> yeah, it's still not there. Uh, but when that comes back, if it comes back, I hope it does one day, uh, oh, we're missing these numbers now. We don't know how many times Elizabeth Shue's been on the show. Right. We didn't know how much we needed to be the most act. We yeah. didn't know. No. <laughs> Bring it back. I we didn't realize statistics. how much we needed it until it was gone. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right. Let's uh, do some. You want some clips? I got some here. Yeah. Yeah. These are some gooders. Some goodens. 
as the kids say. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to start here with, uh, wait, where'd it go? There we go. Uh, uh, this is what Bradley Whitford has to do. I got to cancel. Okay. I never bought he was a high school kid, by the way. It's just horseshit. Oh, my gosh. He, even mm. then, he like he was in his 30s. Yeah. I was like, stupid. Geez. Yeah. I didn't buy that at all. I mean, he was only let's Actually, see, 87. He was, he was 10 years away from his West Wing role that would be kind of his signature. Um, right. I hear he's real. I still haven't seen Get Out, but I hear he was great in that. He's yep. great in that. Yeah. Yep. You got to see that. It's free. You can watch it on your HBO deal. I know. It's right there. Just waiting for me. It's on my wish list or on my playlist, and I still haven't watched it. Uh, here's a little, what? Oh, I, I wrote a little overboard there. My parents are driving me crazy. My stepmom is such a pain. If I don't get out of the house, I'm going to spike or tab with Drano. You're going to spike or tab with Drano. That's <laughs> and hardcore. They, and they actually, yeah, That's and they joke like, about it later. Yeah. Generations will have no idea what any of those words are. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Drano and tab and spike. Spike. <laughs> You know, what is it? Spiking it. something. Yeah. Right. That whole yeah. sentence. Yeah. Deprecated. Whole thing. <laughs> deprecated <laughs> sentence. Don't use it anymore. Uh, all right. Nope. Here's uh, waste. Oh, uh, here's this. Wasted all my clearasil on another picture of Thor. He wasted all my clearasil on another picture of Thor. Now, How is clearasil a brown paint? I don't understand. I, I never had clearasil. I don't, especially from the age. Okay. If you it had is, a, oxy. Yeah. They yeah. had an oxy 10 version of this and they had a clearasil version. They had a clear version. And they had stuff with like a tint in it, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. It looked like sandpaper color, like uh, yeah, like putty. It was for. I didn't have yeah. zits. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> really, you lucky wow. bastard. So wait, Brian Dunaway, you never used like Oxy Ten? No, I never had no. I never had a, a acne. Problem. You're lucky. What? You're lucky never, boy. You never had a zit. You're a blessed soul. I, 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 I don't know. Maybe I've had a, a, a bump or two, but I, I wouldn't say like not anything that I would need them medication for him oh my god you lucky bastard you're so lucky i, I still get them I, I still have to go like right. uh, at night kim's got this like vitamin e bullshit i put on my cheeks because sometimes <laughs> i get them in my 40s well, look, i i suffer from psoriasis and maybe that oh. negates interesting maybe yeah people. yeah 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 maybe, maybe i don't know you can't you can't get zits if you have certain kinds of like autoimmunity on your skin yeah That's, I don't know. psoriasis also is like probably yeah. in more um i don't know more uh, southern and and more. So, word I'm looking for when there's moisture in the air. Uh, there's oh, yeah, there's moisture, definitely moisture definitely in environmental air. changes. Definitely, yeah, like has an effect like, on that. Yeah. Plus, more than I once. Was, <laughs> I wasn't eating chocolate every five minutes either, like oh. Brad here. Oh, like I think Brad. that's been disproved. Has that been disproved? I think it's been eating, disproved. I think so. Eating junk mm -hmm. food has anything to do. I with I think it? it has. Well, eating what well, the food you eat will oh, contribute the to the oils in your skins, absolutely. Yeah. But the idea that chocolate in particular is a problem is that's been debunked. But okay. like uh, too much sugar or too much uh, uh, like greasy fats and stuff like that, that's going to give you the, the zit, the zit holes, the zit holes. Yeah, uh, this is great. The thing that grossed me out this episode is talking about zit holes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, Thor is her hero. Thor's my hero. As you can tell. Thor's my hero. And then I wrote, you can't say this anymore. Gee, I wonder what this is. Here you go. Thor's a homo. Jeez, man. He's not. He's not. He's not. First of all, he's no. not. First of all. Second yeah, have all, you even cracked open a Thor book? Right. right, right. And also, she's too young to know what that even means. Don't tell her that. 
I'll teach that poor kid. Boy, you gotta love all the great like Jack Kirby Thor posters and stuff on her wall when they're when they're panning around and showing. It's like, oh yeah, man. she's she's pretty hardcore for her age. I don't I don't understand how she's gotten <laughs> to this level of Thor fandom in 1987 at her age. Well, what she's just it, on the curve of writing some Thor fanfic when she's at that age? But <laughs> uh, what would have been whose whose was, Thor was I hot was, in 87? I was absolutely doing Spider-Man at, at that age. Like, let me rephrase that. I was absolutely <laughs> drawing pictures like constantly of Spider-Man at that age. I loved Spider-Man as a character. Sure, so. but what would have, what about Thor in '87 would have brought oh, a girl to that fandom? I can't. It understand. was the, it was his great appearance in that uh, Incredible Hulk uh, uh, courtroom drama. That uh, oh yeah, <laughs> that'll that'll grab your average seven year old. Sure. Well, I was like, oh my gosh, that was the because that was the only other time we saw Thor other than the occasional cartoon it's a good reminder I mean, for, that, that that whole era of comic the, the comic book heroes now that are killing it at the box office and that are you know the heroes uh, du jour used to be b-tier shit like nobody yeah. cared about thor nobody <laughs> cared about iron man nobody cared about captain america for a long time the avengers right. was like this also ran never going to be as good as justice league like what a what a day we live in man mm-hmm. i'll tell you uh I, I was reminded of a 1986 book that I really, really liked called Mutant Massacre. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is an X-Men title. It's got Thor on the cover. And... It was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a book, but it was um, a collection of about a dozen issues, right, that had to deal with the, was it the Morlocks, if I remember correctly? Probably. Were getting yeah, massacred. I think you're like right. They wiped out the majority of the Morlocks and a couple mm-hmm. of the main X-Men characters. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, and, and, but, but like the, the whole thing with the helm, you know, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this was, you could actually get like, maybe they actually were looking at modern comics at the time oh, they're making this movie. There's, oh, and that was Walt Simonson, right? The yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, he was great. Loved his work. He was great. So it's probably, it's possible what we're seeing here is actually a, a not knee slappy uh, approach to the idea that she loves Thor, that this is a more genuine attempt do you know what i mean like they actually yeah. looked at thor gave and the posters that were all around this wasn't like a joke it, it was a joke in that you know she's obsessed but they didn't they treated the thor the thor stuff with some respect and that's interesting in 87 because back right. then none of this stuff got respect it was just like none dumb yeah. you know uh was, you're in you're in my house you're in my house okay there's that guy <laughs> you're in. wait did he did he say you're in my house let's hear it let's hear it one more time you're in my house yeah you're in my house you're in so my she just house. misunderstood him yeah he needs he to pee her, he just wanted her to pee. pee right or maybe he was telling her get out quick i peed in there yeah he, no he's yeah. like uh, please pee in there add to the add to the urine in my house yeah i'm into it he's saying i'm into it and then he said th- <laughs> then he said this get out of my house Okay, so we now know we, that's a little more direct. Yeah, mm-hmm. now we know what that's he wants. The, that's your your new Twitter block gif. Yep. <laughs> so there's this scene where Chris Parker, by the way, her last name is Parker in the um, the Back to the Future movies as well. So oh, wow. same Try. name, same last name. Anyway, uh, when she was thinking about buying the year a game of the year edition of Overwatch, and this is what she said to that. Oh no, Brenda, that's going to be like $40. I don't have $40. Yeah, there you go. Too bad. Wow. Yeah. You, some... you got to save that one. That one's going to be If only she knew somebody at Blizzard who could <laughs> hook her up. No I kidding. I just like to I'd like to point out you do get everything with that. There's not a bunch of DLC you got to get on the in addition right. to it. Yeah. It's everything. Right. Yeah, it's the whole game. 
Uh, her friend is the worst, I wrote. Chris, I'm begging you. It's really scary here. I've just seen three people shoot up, a bald Chinese lady with no pants on, and there's this old guy outside who wants his bedroom slippers. I... Get out of my house! I really, What I really yeah. wanted yeah. out of that scene was to see the bald Chinese lady with no pants on. It never <laughs> happened. <laughs> no, but I do like the guy across the bus station with the gun in his yeah. the, the face he makes hey look at my gun hey look at this hey. he couldn't decide if he wanted to be a flasher or if he right, wanted to show her exactly. his gun it was so it was, yeah, weird. was half flasher half uh yeah it was just such a funhouse version of crime i just none of it yeah. none of it rang true but it's it fine. was it was a uh a, a theme gang uh slice like a slice of theme yeah. gang it was like yep <laughs> You got a guy with a gun. You got an old uh, homeless guy. You got yeah. apparently a Chinese lady with no pants. Which I really, <laughs> I don't know why I was really curious about her, but that never, we never got, I'll call her check in the bucket today because we never got to see right. her. Yeah. Actually, we do have a check in the bucket. I can't think of another main thing. Um, what happened to the, what happened to the, uh, the Canada guy that climbed out on the building to get the girl? What happened to him? Oh, did you not oh, watch the, just watch watch there. Yeah, no, you didn't see the very, this, you didn't watch gonna, the stinger? Oh, yeah. there was Hell a stinger? No. no, I got out as soon as credits rolled. <laughs> 87. This is the, I think this is maybe the oldest film sack movie we've seen with a stinger, right? With a stinger? Maybe. Maybe, maybe I yeah. didn't. I mean, I even, what I, I, I usually scrub ahead uh, during the credits to see if there's like a little square off to the left with bloopers or anything. And, and there was nothing. So I thought, oh, okay, no big deal. But I didn't go all the way to the end. So now I'm bummed out. So what happened That's to him? That's a really interesting question. He's what is the oldest lying. movie with a stinger after yeah. the credits? Is there some kind of... Well, there was a... You know, remember uh, uh, remember uh, Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds? There was that stinger. There was no stinger at the bit. The Birds? What's wrong with you? That yeah, would, that would, what wow. would that be like? Uh, list of... Uh, let's see. Stinger. Wow. The list goes back to 1903. No oh. kidding. The Great Train Robbery. Yeah. Holy okay. shit. Really? Oh, the Muppet movie had one. Wow. Okay. okay. There's plenty. Of oh them. yeah, the airplane. Those the Zucker movies all had them. Okay. Yeah, I guess there were. But you got to admit, like, the resurgence specifically in Marvel movies oh, has got to. I mean, they they brought it back in a way that was pretty yeah. damn mainstream. And now it's not enough. Now you have to have the stinger, but you also have to have another scene during the credits. Yeah. Right. I guess are they afraid people are going to like? All right, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll come back for the stinger. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> then they're going to have stingers between stingers. Oh, it's going to get bad. I think I have a whole nother movie, a whole nother movie sure. during the credits we're going to get soon. It'll just be another movie. Uh, here's the deal here to play more. Hold on a second. Okay. How about this? Uh, I wouldn't say that either. I swear if you give me any grief over the next 60 minutes, I swear to God, I'll kill you. Dead, murdered, stabbed, raped. Ugh. I am too old for this crap. Dude, Anthony Rapp. Really? That's your line? Yeah. Don't. Well, that's I mean, awful, though. Yeah, but it's awful. It's an awful line. It's a terrible line. Then and now. And are we, and, and are we thinking that this was post uh, the time that um, uh, Kevin Spacey, like he was, that this was after the Kevin Spacey thing, like he was younger? Yeah, he was 14, he says, when the 14, when Spacey happened, thing okay. happened. And then he's, I think in this, he's 18 or something. Mm. He's older than, oh, is he roughly our age? I forget now. He's a handsome guy now. Have you seen him lately? He's a good-looking dude. He is. Well, you see him in Discovery. Yeah. He'd be... Uh, yeah, he's in I Discovery. Didn't. That's right. You didn't see Discovery? You need to see Discovery. It's, it's uh, good. Right. And he's uh, he's in it. And he's... Uh, Go sign up for your free CBS trial now. Yeah. Binge the whole thing over the week. And then disconnect your CBS uh, all-access free trial. Yeah. 
I did, they're, huh. they're still smacking themselves. But in the what head if I blew my all access before Star Trek came on? Oh, right. what did you blow it on? What, what were you like? What were you clamoring to watch on CBS <laughs> right. All Access? It's like, oh, look at this! It's on you. I can't wait to watch. Everybody loves Raven. That episode of Survivor. <laughs> I need to go watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I will continue to protest, and it'll be free on some streaming service in a few months because they'll right. realize they only got seven hundred viewers total. It's a pretty hard stand for you, given your Star Trek fandom, because I know you love yourself some Star Trek. You know what? It's because of the Orville. The Orville plugged the yeah. hole. Yeah, it did. I was just able to stop caring about paying to see Star Trek. Yeah, it's funny. I'm how that Randy worked. because I was the same way. Once watching Orville, fantastic. Yeah, people like that. Satisfied. Mm-hmm. They're coming yeah. back too, and they seem to have pulled it off. Right. Well done, guys. Even though it feels like I, if I close my eyes, I'm listening to Brian the dog talking. <laughs> totally. Like, yeah. Stewie, uh, please uh, <laughs> pull the reactor into the dilithium <laughs> crystals so that we can get out of here. That's exactly right. All right. Here's what is that, Brian. Here, Captain Brian. Here is a. Uh, here's a. I don't know what this is. He's the guy who beat me up last summer for touching his car, which I didn't do. All right. Great. So cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Here's uh, some mushy goo. Just a pool of mushy goo. All right, pool of mushy <laughs> goo. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Oh, that's her telling the horror story to the kids about the guy with the hook. Yes. Yep, that's the one. Uh, no mall for this guy. Man, look, look, I tell you what. Why don't y'all come with me? I got a little business to take care of, all right? And then I can drop you off at a train station or something like that. But hey, hey, I ain't driving to no mall. Yeah. No way. Yeah, no way, man. No mall. Uh, I can't be called at the mall. I mean, I got banned. Yeah, <laughs> I can't go to the mall. That's... Remember, that used to be a thing. Yeah, getting oh, yeah. banned from the mall. Sure, it's a thing. That was always uh, a thing. Yeah, it's a thing for Roy Moore right now. No, not to be political, but uh, you know, he's banned from a mall. Can't go to a certain mall because of. Can, are you banned from any malls, Scott? Is no. anybody here banned from a mall? No. I need to know. No, no, is... that like getting banned from a mall is ridiculous ridiculous yeah easy yeah. too yeah really easy to happen is it i don't no, know if it it's is. not i don't think it, it should be that i don't think it, it should is. be easy to do. you guys have never been to my mall what, what we, is we, it? tell me what I'm infraction at the mall and i can still go to that mall what? <laughs> hold on a minute what if what they infraction send, did you coupons. what infraction <laughs> did you incur that you got banned from a mall Dunno. no i never got banned from the mall but i got really close a couple of times our our mall was run by a bunch of uh things ain't funny people Okay. Okay. So I mean, <laughs> I, funny I, people. <laughs> right. I remember. I remember doing stuff like, uh, you know, the like the velvet ropes. They they go to like mark off areas. Yeah. I mean, I've literally been told by the security guard to get out of the mall. He didn't ban me, but I was walking along and I just I was like, oh, a velvet rope. So I kind of like lean my hand down and kind of rub my hand on the on the and the guy was all like, stop it, stop touching that. You can't touch that. Get out. Get really? Out. I was like, what? Jeez. He's like, get out. That is Leave. a no. That is a Leave. no tolerance uh, mall. Okay. No I'm like, holy Moses. No, I we, I never had that experience. We did all kinds of dumb stuff at our mall. All sorts of. Our dumb mall stuff. was not nice. They ran us off. Did you used to cruise the mall? Yeah. Oh yeah, all the time. Oh, they would they would have the police come I in just, and tell us to leave. I was into it. I just yeah. don't get it. It's like finding out that Roy Moore is banned from some mall is like. Finding out that Herman Cain is banned from like a, a car lot. Like, what did he do? <laughs> but you, I just well, how? maybe how it's a southern. Maybe it's a southern thing. This is it's Alabama for him and for Dunaways making it sound like malls are pretty rough down there in South Carolina. So maybe it's he a kept southern walking thing. by the Chinese restaurant in the food court and taking free samples. That's right. Oh, oh can you imagine? Jeez, oh, I would get what, what did from he a mall. do? I do like free sample. 
They call it free sample, and I'm not <laughs> doing sample. that. Oh, but but do, you, but do you play the game? Do I'm you a, play the game? Oh, yes, I'll try one of your samples. Oh, and now I'll step over here while I'm eating this and look at your selection of food. I'm not going to get anything, though. Sometimes I, I loop back. I Costco, like, oh, this is good. Oh, where's this? Which aisle is this available on? And then I never eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we yeah, always yeah. have that discussion, like, I'm really bad. Like, they don't care. Yeah, it's a Seinfeld care. thing that you're doing to yourself. It's yeah. like a Seinfeld episode. Where take you, your free sample. You feel take like, your free sample. You feel like you need to do something more than just take the sample. I don't know. I'm to the point where I don't give a shit. So let's just walk up. Oh, blue-haired lady's got freaking weird chips with goo on it. I'll have one. Bye. Like, I don't care. I don't care. Oh. I don't care anymore. I used to, but I don't know. Uh, hey, how about this Brady Bunch deal here? Take the Brady Bunch upstairs. All right, dude. And then, and then they five minutes later. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's great. They did the Brady Bunch. Brady yeah, they did. They totally did. The little, do you remember those little TV seats, like the built-in TV seats? Yeah, yeah these time like, uh, our movie or our uh, airport here. They used to have how could yeah, you keep homeless here. people out of them? People would just sit there all day, right? Mm-hmm. You have to pay. You pay a quarter. You you paid a quarter oh. per hour to watch terrestrial right. black and white TV. <laughs> yeah, there was no pre-recorded oh. either. These are just antenna-based like receivers. Yeah, like yeah, they, they were weird. I would love to have one, just like an antique one, just. Just to have. Oh yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Good point. Love that. What would you do with it though? Like, <sighs> it'd be one of those things that'd be really cool when people came over the first time. Yeah, I would <laughs> never use it again. But it would be this. I I would need it to be more practical. Like install you it somewhere. Totally, you totally play, uh, hook it up so that you could plug any HDMI thing into it. So you could play uh, Mario on there. You know, plug your yeah. Switch into there. Plug your PlayStation into there. Yeah. Watch Netflix. Now maybe you've got something. Yeah. All right. Now we're now we're talking. Uh, here's uh, the, the what, oh, oh, I wrote this would not happen today. I got the answering machine. Oh, they went for ice cream. They're okay. Yeah, you'd you'd call cell phones. Like, they went. To, I wanted some payoff on that Hagen Dazs trip. Yeah, and I never, I never got oh, it. Oh, they never got Hagen Dazs. Nope. Yeah. that's a chicken the bucket. Like, <laughs> the that would be the perfect. <laughs> the Hagen Dazs be the perfect reason the bucket. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, that would have been the perfect reason to have to go to town. They already said they were going to do it. I mean. Well, I don't right. think they had to go all. They were in suburban Illinois. They did not yeah. have to go all the way into Chicago to get to get ice cream. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There's there was probably a haagen two blocks away. Yeah. Also, Brenda. Uh, hello. Dairy Queen has more than one flavor. If you're only getting one flavor, the yeah. Dairy Queen. You know what, though, that resonated with me because at the time, I remember always thinking of Baskin Robbins as the offset to Dairy Queen. There was a Dairy Queen not far from my house, and I always thought of them as the place where you get vanilla ice cream. Now, they Mm -hmm. might put they might put like make a banana split out of it, but it was vanilla ice cream only at the time Mm -hmm. is my memory. Yeah, right. I just had other things. My experience with Baskin Robbins 31 flavors is that it was actually 31 weird smells. I never like it in there. I I would not like to go back. I don't. What about little little pink spoons? I I don't like those either. Everything smelled like bleach. I hate those Mm. places. They're gross. They're not good. I don't know what they're doing now. How are they doing I now? I don't know. I wonder if regional because mine never smelled like bleach. Oh, ours are bad then because yeah. every 31 flavors I've been in, the colors no are place. faded. It's stinky in there. I don't like them. God, I remember I used to love their uh, their bubblegum ice cream that had like the little Ooh. bits of bubblegum in there. Yeah, those, yes. were, those were good days. I like and that. Ice cream yeah. and then some gum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you, something, you, you, you know, you'd get something at the end. It's like, yeah, no. like something, um, uh, uh, the, the ice cream memory is not gone. You yeah. have a souvenir from right. your ice cream. It's the kind of thing that would never exist in the adult world yeah. ever on its own. No, <laughs> exactly. No. Yeah. They used to have like ice cream in a cone too that had like a 
like a bubble gum in the bottom right, wasn't that thing? What was there? Yeah. Ooh, really? Oh, in, the, in the bottom of the cone? Oh, that'd be yeah. all like crunchy. A, like a drumstick kind of thing? Yeah. Wasn't it, is that a thing? Or am I just thinking of something? Oh, I don't I don't know. Know. Making up stuff? <laughs> is, that a, is that a dream? Maybe might, I had a dream one time. A dream. <laughs> you may have had a dream. <laughs> and now I'm eating, now I'm eating uh, ice cream and uh, now I'm eating bubble gum. Ew. Ice cream. But you can't have your gum in the cone because then... It's your your chewing cone with ice with gum. Ugh. That's not you can't mix your cone with gum. But I think it was it. I don't know. I have to look that up. All right. So it's this movie this, this movie right. was around the time that Dairy Queen discovered their Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I remember when the Blizzard came to our local Dairy Queen. What what's the best Blizzard? Give me give me your flavor of Blizzard that you're getting. I'm, at I'm a, I'll tell you crazy. exactly. You I know, know mine too. You tell me yours, Ibit. What is it? It's banana split where they Please. use the chocolate that they use the dip cone chocolate in. The wax. So, <laughs> the wax chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> all right, come on. Don't 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 bust my bubble. I like it. All right. Um, but like they put all the the pineapple and cherry and banana in there, Ooh, and then they yeah. drizzle that chocolate, and then they mix it, and you end up with these ribbons of hard chocolate mixed in with your ice cream there's there, there's no other answer there, the is, other a, answer is, there is another answer there is one other answer and that's just straight up uh butterfinger it's, butterfinger yeah. butterfinger oh, is oh, the best see, blizzard i don't like, like butterfingers normally like you, just yeah. the candy bar i don't like oh really no. oh i love them yeah oh, oh, oh Bart's, man. Bart's disappointed then yeah. but i like the reesey peanut butter cup blizzard that's the one i'd go for mm. yeah i also like that every time we can bring up Especially about the ET, our ET Candy. episode. When you can say Reesey, it's just my favorite right. thing. I love it. It's what I it's what I go for. Yeah. So Hagen Dazs gets no love on this show. Is that a is that like a Chicago thing? No, like, no I like Hagen Dazs. Yeah, it's just expensive. It's like I don't, I, I, don't, know. Yeah, it's, I don't know from Hagen Dazs. I, I like I I've heard the name, but I, I really don't. I picked it up. It's in, expensive. I picked it up in the store, but I've never actually. Yeah, they they have we, shops, and then you get them in the store later. But they're they're expensive. Brian's right. It's yeah, it's way expensive. Well, there is a Hagen Dazs shop at the Ritzy Mall north of of uh, where we live, and mm-hmm. I got I, I can't got relate to these rich and... white kids yeah. from the eighties. <laughs> so I looked it up. It apparently white started. White it apparently started in New York City, and it spread, uh, you know, from there across. Wait, the are you States. saying? Are you saying it didn't start in Sweden? What? Yes. What? Oh, yes. oh what do I believe anymore? It would have been it would have been Denmark, I think. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, it started in New York City and it spread slowly across the states, which is which is why I just really don't. Next thing it, you'll it, tell us is that IKEA started in New Jersey. I don't know what to think of life anymore. Nothing's real. <laughs> uh all right, let's uh let's keep this train rolling. I got another clip here from uh okay. d- uh this here. Uh, uh what's this? I don't know. I uh, took the Playboy upstairs that there was this article. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that, that that's a great trope. Anytime there's a, a a Playboy magazine involved in any conversation on any film or TV show, it's somebody trying to justify having it because they were reading the articles. It's like the oldest the articles. oldest mm. reference in the history of ever. <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah, I was thinking about this when I was watching it. I was like, yeah, porn hasn't changed any. It, it hasn't changed much. I mean, sure it's different ways to deliver it, but there's always the stigma attached to it. And I was thinking, man, you could just never if somebody finds porn on your computer, or your phone, or anything. If porn is anywhere near you, if you're in a location and porn is near you, it's got to be your porn. There's no way that you'll ever tell anybody that that's not your porn. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, <laughs> it happens all the time. It's like well, that's not my weed. I was holding it for a friend. Yeah, you. Right. I mean, there's there's no it. way. There's no sense even trying to talk about it. You you could literally be standing there. Somebody walk walk by and throw like a magazine of porn behind you, and that's your porn. Everybody thinks that's your porn. It's your porn for sure. You you got to own it. Yeah. Well, you live in. We live in a time, or maybe you can uh, lie about it, and it'll. You can't be taken, lie about it. Well, 
Seems no one's like, gonna believe you. That's seem, not my point. Seems, like, seems <laughs> like people seems like people believe a lot of lies today. That's all I'm saying. That's all. I'm What's saying. that guy? This recently in the la- last couple of weeks, it went. Was it like a presentation in front of some students? Oh, uh, and played oh, like in, right. And porn yeah, popped up. A, uh, he was doing a career day thing. In the oh, yeah. Yeah, and his and gut like, reaction was to say, that's not mine. He right, says, that's not my porn. borrowed somebody else's external hard drive, and that's what's on mm-hmm. it. Just There's no one. It's not, not my bag, baby. It's not, not mine. Not a single person believed that. Not his mom. Not <laughs> right. his. Exactly. Not his, nobody. Nope. Even that's the people porn, who made dude. the porn said, no, that's totally his. Yeah. It's totally his. Yeah. The pe- <laughs> There's no way that that guy was telling the truth. Um, all right, uh, Jumbo. That so, by the way, that happened to uh, the bot, my boss at the company, the the newspaper sales software company. Yeah. Um, but it was just me and two female coworkers in this conference room, and he's teaching us a new feature that he wrote for the software because he was also head developer. Yeah. And so he's like, "All right, well, let me let me show you how you can just insert a photo um, onto a page." And he like started the process and it pulls up the dialogue box that says choose the photo. And the very first photo on his list was this meme that got handed around of a woman doing limbo and she wasn't wearing any underwear. And the the camera angle was like it was like one of those um uh price for uh, uh the limbo bar, oh. price for this. Yeah. Realizing that you didn't wear any underwear at the company oh. Christmas party priceless, one of those priceless. things. Right. But he apparently saved it to his documents folder and alphabetically it was the first yeah. Photo in the list. <laughs> <laughs> it's not recovery. That's your porn. Beaver shot. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I kind of like the guy in the school. With, uh, I I wish the people would just go, oh, oops, <laughs> you know, and just and just right. say that instead of going, yeah, right. that's not mine. Their first reaction is, no, like, that's not yeah. mine. Yeah. Well, no, he admitted it was his. That's that's really funny. <laughs> Here's uh, something about a rat. That's a jumbo size sewer rat. Oh, it's okay. It's that kind of Thank- rat. Thanks, Luigi from 80s TV, Mario and Luigi. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, dude, they were like the Super Hour or whatever. Super Mario Hour. What was that show called? Super what other Mario. What other sizes do sewer rats come in? Is there like a, an economy size or family size? Uh, deluxe. Do you always have to get Jumbo? Yeah, you can get the, the, the deluxe, the extra capacity rats. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of choices out there. the A.D.'s Super Mario Show. Yep. Do, 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 do. All right, here's your bad scream for the, mo- for the, for the movie. Wow. Pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I think she just took their word for it, though, because she still couldn't see the rat eyes. <laughs> they could have told her anything. Yeah. And then they're and then they're total dicks when she's running through the place. They're laughing at her again. Yeah, like pointing at like, her, too. Yeah. Yeah. The point that of was the laughing the, thing. Yeah. yeah. That was a theme throughout the movie. Uh, <laughs> the city folk think the suburban folk are rubes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. always yeah. laughing at them. Flat tired laughing at you. Picked yep. up a rat laughing at you. Yep. Sounds about right. All right, here's one I call don't F with each other. It's because it's two two back-to-back F words in this movie, which I guess save them from... Uh, they're just edging up to that R rating, so here you go. Don't f- with the lords of hell. Yeah. Yeah. Don't f- with the babysitter. Okay, can I just say... Your gang name is shitty. The Lords, Lords of Hell. The Lords of Hell. Worst gang name ever. Uh, it's so bad. It's not cool uh, at we, all. We're in charge of hell. Yeah. Uh, we're the Lords of Hell. My name's Diablo. This is Bale. <laughs> My friend back there is uh, Mephisto, and we're into it. Let's do it. That's terrible. 
I want to see your fan fiction for that part of it. I want to. <laughs> I want to tune in. Lords this of week. Hell fanfic. Great. Yeah, right. I want to see that. I want to tune in this week to that. Stay a while and listen. All right. Here's uh, uh what's this? So, okay. Here you go. You slip me the cash, and I'll slip you the wiener. Uh huh. Well done. Mm-hmm. I, that was it's that scene. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just it's an like Chris Columbus was just trying to see if he could sneak something in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's not more more of a payoff than no cash, no wiener. <laughs> like that's the only payoff on that line. It feels like so out of place. Like uh, right. You slip me Somebody the cash. Somebody needs to accidentally hear that and mis, mis, you know, misconstrue it for it to be a true Three's Company misunderstanding line. Yep. Right. Somebody. And else. everybody in the audience is uncomfortable. Yeah. No one likes to hear. <laughs> no one likes to hear a middle-aged uh, to older man talking to her yeah. about slipping her the wiener. Here's another one, or here's the tail end of that. I don't have a wiener. All right. Great. Yeah. <laughs> that's that was, that's that actually did make me laugh when he said that. <laughs> uh, all right. Then I wrote this one's twelve seconds. I wrote, "Why would you ever do this?" Who tastes tears? I uh, thought he said I tasted the cheese. He said the I cheese. tasted the try, tears. Try, try that again. I'm telling you. It's tears. Hold on. I'll play. Believe me, I've tasted the tears. It's tears. Okay. Okay, I see it. No, I see it. But uh, it's I was pretty gr- sure it was that's cheese. That's almost my gross moment because no one don't taste tears. That's gross. He's like, believe me, I've tasted the tears. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I've kissed a lot of women who are crying. And uh, whoa, whoa, wow. what? whoa, whoa, look here, Georgie Porgy. What have you been up to? What? He's, uh, I've kissed a lot of women who are in tears. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard any of us say. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Where was you going with that, Dibbit? Though you had a point. I was. I just wanted to utter that. I just wanted to say that just line, just to, to like out. try and breeze past it. And like, <laughs> that was really good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I. I that's something I'd avoid. I, I don't want to yeah. taste mine. I don't want to taste anyone else's. Those are sure. fluids coming out of your damn eyes, especially Ibbets right now because you got like some kind of conjunctivitis. Yeah, got, it's like a pink, pink eye uh, liquid. Oh. Pink eye tears. Oh, jeez. Ugh, don't taste pink eye tears, you guys. <laughs> We'd have to make you cry first, I guess. Um, That's right, yes. All right. Uh, finally, this thing here. How could a righteous babe like you be lonely? Oh, that's right. That's when... Uh, a righteous babe. Anthony oh, Rapp. Was that when he was, Anthony Rapp was about to be molested by that college girl? Yeah. Yeah. Which, oh, again, yeah. you know, it's unfortunate that his particular portrayal was the most pervy, yet well, in real life he's the one being... He's by, it's the Neil Patrick Harris, uh, you know, Barney on uh, How I Met Your Mother kind of thing, right? It's sure. Like it's just he's, a, he's the biggest lech you can think of in recent television. Television, yeah. When it comes to women, but and, it just uh, makes me sad that in real life he's he's the one getting victimized. I don't know why yeah, that's weird, right. but anyway, well done, Corey Feldman. Well done, uh, this guy, Anthony Rapp. Uh, that's your clips. We're done with those now, and it wow. means it's time okay. for us. There's a lot of them. It's time for us to play this right here. Uh, film sack checklist goes like this. The mob was not as cool in 1987. Check. That's true. Uh, 80s theme gangs. Check. And finally, Anthony Rapp looks like Ron Weasley. Check. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. He looked like a young Ron Weasley or a middle-aged one or no, a teenage mm-hmm. one. No. 
Yeah, he totally <laughs> did. That's what I meant. Uh, Star Trek Connections, Ron Canada uh, played Graydon in this. In TNG, he played Martin Ben Beck in the episode The Masterpiece Society. Also a Klingon, yeah. Klingon named Chapak in the episode Rules of Engagement. And on Voyager, played Fesic in the episode Juggernaut. Anthony Rapp is Daryl in this. In Discovery, plays Lieutenant Paul Stamets, a science officer specializing in astro... Sorry, astromycology? Oh, astromycology on the USS oh, Discovery. Oh, well, in that case, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mean astromycology? Astromycology. <laughs> astromycology. Uh, Soundtrack Gator gave it a W for whatever, although I will say that there was some pretty good licensed music in it once in a while that I liked. Yeah. Yeah, it was all interesting. Chicago blues. Yeah. yeah it was interesting because they released, uh, they didn't release, the, they didn't have a soundtrack released until like about what, 2014 or something, according really? to Wikipedia? Weird. Yeah. Weird. It's interesting. Yeah. Why would that? Must have been in conjunction with the Blu ray release or something. I don't know what happened. Also, I think an appreciation for that music has grown, uh, and I'm not sure in 87 people cared as much for the, mm. for the blues. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I know I appreciate it more now than I would have then. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think, uh, if you liked it, you liked it. Or if you liked it, then you liked it, you know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Twitter post. This is where you guys oh. sum it up in a 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. <laughs> Adventures in babysitting. No one gets out of this movie without sighing the blues. Oh, that's adorbs. Aww. I like that one. Uh, Brian Dunaway. Hey, to keep it short like Randy, Adventures in babysitting. Like you're in my house, you think? <laughs> It's always a little hashtag at the end of Brian's. I like those. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Brian Ibbett. Adventures in Babysitting. The story of a kidnapper who can't remember the reason she absconded with the kids to the big city until she befriends a teenage runaway hooker. Oh. No. It's, it's, no. That, it's oh, heartbreaking. Brenda. That's right. That's why we're here. Tale that old, as old as time is what this was. <laughs> All right. Well, well done, everybody. Oh, oh that's not it. Sorry. Oh, uh, okay, there it is. Hey, I just handed these uh, alternate titles. It was almost called, and really this is just because I like the way the word sound, sounded, but it was almost called Adventures in Maybe Shitting. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, or I guess you could say it with better emphasis. Adventures in Maybe Shitting or Pains, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh. Because they never took yeah. a plane, so I had to come right. up with a rhyming. Right. Okay, pains, got it. Because it's a pain. They took, they took pains, is what you're saying. There you go. Nailed it. All right. Hey, uh, it's email time. <laughs> we get emails here at filmsack at gmail.com. We got one from Jeff who wrote in and said, one inspired by The Void, the movie you guys just did. The first film I actually watched before you sacked it, and I've been listening since episode one. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. A weird That's one to, the first one you watched? Yeah, it's a weird one to pick, isn't it? Jeez. Yeah. All right. Very just odd. not even by accident just, <laughs> just happened to watch them? I'm just like... On purpose. That seems hard. Yeah. Anyway, covering your own uh, mouth to prevent yourself from screaming. Is this a thing? Uh, <laughs> sure. I mean, well, I'm trying to think. Have you guys ever well, done that? I've kissed a lot of girls who are screaming. And- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, like i can't be that dancer that's a good answer <laughs> uh, you know it's it's you know the times we live in and that's why it's funny everybody calm yourselves down. uh and then he says inspired by Mindhunter hunter episode one what's this oh the show we must be watching the show Mindhunter. hunter oh okay. uh main character parks directly in front of wherever they need to go main guy parks in front of the college when he attends classes thanks for the entertainment gentlemen he's talking about a couple of tropes there yeah 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 uh 
yeah, uh, it does seem like movie characters get park- parking privileges. The rest of us don't, uh, for sure. Nobody ever parks like way out, like in section C seven to walk into the right. building, dude. Except for that guy who uh, a couple of weeks ago just brazenly parked right in front of the Bellagio, walked in, went to the cashier with a gun, cashier's cage with a gun, took some money, and then just got back in his car, parked in front of the Bellagio in the in the valet parking area. That really happened. Wow, that really happened. When did that happen? That was best recent? parking like uh, two weeks ago. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So yeah. wait, he just even... pulled up into the valet area, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think how that would work. Like, again. well, I mean, if the valet, if the valet, like, all you need to do is, uh, um, is just say, "Oh, I'm just going in for a second. And he had like a massive bandage on his face that kind mm. of covered some of his, some of his yeah, uh, the, books and stuff. And the real, and the real, he, the really truly amazing part of it was that he rode out on a horse and met up with Jane yeah. Fonda. <laughs> <laughs> he and he little... had Christmas tree lights all over his outfit. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> He just was, wandered down until he switched off his lights somewhere around the stardust. He was the uh, electric cowboy. Uh, oh, this is on Fox News. Why yeah, do you say so? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, then get right on it. Uh, Josh wrote in, says, on episode 360, the uh, Void episode, you, you dudes had a conversation. He called us dudes. You dudes had a conversation on deodorant. I have some two cents on the matter. He spelled sense the normal way, but he missed an opportunity. Yeah, I wish he would have, but he didn't. Anyway. As long as you have a healthy diet, avoiding fast foods and things of that nature, your perspiration won't smell as bad. On a vacation from work, I stopped using deodorant. After a couple of days, I stopped smelling or perspiring. Since then, I have never used deodorant. I just spray my cologne under my arms in the morning. Even then, well, that's kind of a deodorant. Yeah, that is absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, my God. Is rubbing, rubbing this. It is a deodorant. It's not an antiperspirant. I just, I just spray this alcohol-based, <laughs> very, very... <laughs> volatile to the nose smelling like oh my god okay go on that's that's really all there is he just says i don't know he goes i've even dived nose deep into my shirt to make sure and no smell Mm -hmm. he says Mm -hmm. it may not work for some but i have had no problem but i think it's because you're putting you're putting uh cologne under your pits there yeah brother that solves the problem right there and that's exactly what you must not be using the cheap cologne like me Mm. i can't put my cheap cologne under my arms why because it's mostly alcohol oh it burns. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, you got the. You were talking about psoriasis earlier. Does that affect you in those areas too, or is it just? Nah, not really. Oh, not nah. really. No I've never seen you get like your exoskeleton uh, uh, psoriasis thing. I've never scaly, seen. Scaly scales. Yeah. I I I lotion. You lotion the hell out of it. Uh, and and then I. Yeah. Every time I've seen you, you've been very moisturized. That's true. Yes, I'm very moist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right then. There's your emails. Film filmsack at gmail is where these came to. And thank you, Josh and Jeff, for your insights. Although, Josh, you may want to just look up the word deodorant and see what that actually is. All right. Anyway, hey, that's going to do it for today's episode. Next week, we are watching Gremlins. That's right. Going back-to-back Chris Columbus movies. Not on purpose, really. We didn't think about it. But uh, Christopher Columbus, uh, finder of the new world and director of, of Gremlins, will be next week. And it's our final Christmas episode. We will not have an episode the weekend of the 23rd. Merry Christmas to everybody that weekend. But prior to that, we will uh, have this episode about Gremlins, and we cannot wait. Now, here's the fun thing about Gremlins. It's a Christmas movie, first of all. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a horror movie, which is also great for us. And it's Gremlins, which is really great mm-hmm. for us. The other and great thing is right after that. Purchase, yeah. With any purchase, you get Froger. There you go. You get a free Froger. Yeah. <laughs> and then the week after that, we get, uh, or the t- sorry, two weeks after that, we are doing um, 
Johnny Utah. Point break. Point break. Yeah. Point break. Yeah. Very exciting right. about this. Point break. Finally. Finally. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime, right? So we should let people know. It's on Amazon Prime. Right. Which uh, now you can watch on your Apple TV. Woo! Sure. So all those people using those, you'll be in good shape. For all you Roku you people, it. you already had it. But uh, yeah, Dude. we're gonna we're gonna be doing that. And you guys been keeping your eyes on the Gremlins three? No, of- is that happening? Yeah. Is that a real deal? Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Uh, announces this past uh, year. Yeah. Uh, Gremlins three. With a little help from Chris Columbus, he won't be directing, but uh, who's directing? It's, uh, it's been it's been written. Who's directing? Do we know? Uh, that's a good question. I'm uh, unsure, but the screenplay. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, just producing that. Uh, Looks like it's too early. Do. We don't have cast or directors or anything yet. Yeah, it's very early. Yeah, but apparently um, they have a screenplay. Carl's Ellsworth is doing the screenplay. He is known for Disturbia. Red Dawn remake, Last House on the Left remake, and Red Eye. I liked those Red all, Eye. Those are all mm-hmm. decent. Yeah, those mm-hmm. are all decent. That Red Dawn remake is bad. Have you seen that? I, I thought it. it was okay. It's bad. It's not it's okay. okay. No, it's bad. It's okay. No, it's really bad. It's really bad. He also I, wrote some Xena Warrior Princess episodes, so we're in good hands. It'll be fine. Well, speaking <laughs> of Red Eye, <laughs> speaking of Red Eye and Killian Murphy, uh, where sure. do we where do we all come down on Dunkirk for 2017? I still haven't seen uh, top, it, but I want to see 10, it. Top ten films are widely overrated. Seems to be the only two opinions I oh, ever. Oh, really? Heard. Top ten films for me. I love that thing, and I saw it in the uh, the Dolby Atmos um, yes. theater that we have here, and it was amazing, absolutely. Amazing. And maybe that's one of the differences. I mean, if you don't see it in the amazing experience, which everybody says you got to go see it in the big, the big wide screen, the big screen, you got to hit Dolby. Maybe if you don't see it in that experience, maybe it's not. That. Tina's just... parents hated it. They said that, you know, there's not there's not enough dialogue. We don't know any people's names. They they basically what I thought were all cool artistic choices. Right. Um, yeah. They took as like making it a bad movie. I I have to say I'm shocked that a Tom Hardy movie came and went, and Scott Johnson didn't go see it. Well, partly because well, a actually I don't know why I didn't see Dunkirk yet. I I want to, I know and I'm I soaked did. to it, but it's not primarily a a Tom Hardy vehicle. Right. It is. No, it is. I, no, it's not. I know why I didn't you see it. He you see very, his face for like five seconds. Yeah, he's barely in it. It's covered up by a breathing mask. Yeah, he's barely right. in that uh, thing. Spoiler! He is, <laughs> he is a, a full third of the movie, and he has the most amazing scene at the end. I, I'm sorry. It's a, it is absolutely a Tom Hardy. Well, I movie. love Tom Hardy, so I, I he's enough for me normally. But also, everything else about this movie sounds great, and I don't know why I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge yet either. Uh, I tend to see these war movies late for some reason, and there's no reason that I can it's think of. Uh, I mean, Brian, oh, Brian, so you could also call Dunkirk a Mark Rylance movie, and I think that's totally acceptable. Like you he's, could call he's, it a um, Harry a Styles movie. kid movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Harry Styles film. <laughs> Harry sure. Styles, thank you. Yes, Harry Styles okay. in Dunkirk. You're never going to see that in the tra- no. trailers, but no. well, anyway, uh, there's your uh, there's your lineup that's coming up soon. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget we're over there at filmsack.com. Uh, you can find us, uh, voice, not voicemail, filmsack at gmail.com. You can send voicemails and your emails there all you want. And we'll play them right here or talk about them on the show. Filmsack on Twitter. Leave us reviews wherever you get your shows. Again, one more episode before Christmas. That's next week. And that will be Gremlins. So do your homework. Gremlins is on Netflix though, right? It's on Netflix. Okay. Yes, yeah. it was. Yes. Should be. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> don't wait. Don't freak me out. It better be there. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> it was. <laughs>
Good luck. Good luck at that. Uh, no, that should be fine. And everyone's seeing Gremlins, so even if something weird happens, we should be okay. But yeah, mm-hmm. if they don't leave that there, then Netflix it's, is stupid. It's, it's on Netflix. Okay. Good. Thank you very Trust much. Trust me. I believe you. I believe you. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time for a brand new episode. Until then, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Do, 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 do. See you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Get out of my house! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>